Attack left lane. I have to just keep running at people. No. How? How in the fuck? Attack the gold fury. All right, that's awkward. I'm not gonna lie, that is awkward. Group up. You know, you just press the buttons and people die. Honestly, right now. Oh, you're fuzzy woozy. Let's not hurt them too bad. Let's make them scream. Enemy ultimate down. I don't mean to brag, but yeah, I'm pretty good. Split push! Howdy, folks. Welcome to Split Push. It's a Smite podcast from the console perspective with some PC sprinkled in here this week, along with a special guest. And, and you know, Dan's still working on a little bit here, too. But this is episode 26. I just realized we've been talking to you folks here for half a year now. So, along with me here tonight, First up, it's my buddy Yuki. Hey, what's going on? All right, and we got Guy. What's up, friends? Oh, throwing a little little dicey throwback there, huh? Guy? Hey, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Beagle Girl. What's up? We got the fan girl himself tonight, Dirt Map <laughs> Dan. That's me. You guys have been here for half a year, and you're still listening. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh well, <laughs> but uh. Our very special guest here this week, a pro player of extreme, extraordinaire, the jungler himself. It's Weaken. <laughs> What's up, guys? I like that extreme, extraordinaire. I just opened my mouth and let it come out. So. Well, we noticed. <laughs> it sounded good this time. <laughs> All right. I'm doing good. All right. Not getting too old yet. Just yet. Yeah. So. Hey, we can, you know, uh, we always kind of let our guests, uh, you know, introduce themselves a little further here, kind of, you know, tell the audience, you know, who exactly are, you know, what your, you know, affinity here is for Smite and so forth, you know. So, hey, the stage is yours, my friend. Have at it. All righty. Um, <laughs> my name is Weekend. I've played Smite since I think it was still close, like a little bit before the closed beta, like the beta beta. My friend got us in. Didn't really play Ooh. it. Started playing in closed beta, like serious. And made it into the pro scene by grinding the ranked ladder, which then in turn, I started streaming, which then made me start doing YouTube. So I pretty much do everything now. Content creator, hit every platform possible while also playing competitively at a pro level. That's so awesome. Living the dream, man. Living the dream. Every Fun. day. <laughs> I, I know. I see it every day because Dan's watching it every day. That's why, <laughs> hey, that's why I said the least fangirl somebody himself watches here, man. It's your fan below. Oh yeah, right I'm there. definitely. I'm uh, always kept up. Hey, I so, I need the fans. I need you to keep up for me to be able to do this. It's huge. Oh yeah, I mean, well, it's all part and part. You know, some of us, uh, you know, uh, like you have put the time in to you know to get to that pro level, which is you know it's not easy. That's a lot of work. You know, I mean, we see it ourselves in just our progression that we're going through, and you know, going from hey, we're okay at this game to, you know, we're getting a little bit better and it starts throwing us against better people and it's like a whole new game. It's like, oh, we got to, it's like, there is now level zero. Again, yeah, it's you know? almost like a, like <laughs> yep. a boss, like a new boss every time if you look at it that way. There's so many new things to learn at each level. The jump from like top ranked, from like grandmaster's rank to pro level is, it's, a, it's nothing similar. There's no similarities. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I can't even imagine. I mean, I'm, I'm just going from that bronze mentality into the silver mentality right now, it feels like. I haven't played a lot of the, the rank conquest because I got so many friends here. I'm always playing with people. So, you know, we just kind of casual it up. But I, I have been getting into rank joust a little bit more. And 
I've actually kind of taken up an interest here the last couple of weeks over doing duels. And speaking of which, talking about our games of the week here, I'm going to kick things off with a duel, uh, two duels that I had here. As uh, I've been taking Izzy in. She's one of my early gods that I, I really learned the game a lot with and then kind of got away from. So I've wanted to get better at her again. So I'm like, you know, what better place to get better at a god than in duel? So taking her in here and at first I played against a, a Chernobog and it was it was a fun fight but I, I had the upper hand pretty much the whole time and and you know nothing really special happened but it was a good solid win he played a good game but you know I just don't think his alt was the best thing for duel and you know that kind of gave me a slight advantage there I felt but then it was the next game so I'm in the bands and I get down to my final ban and I'm looking at what they ban and I'm like, shit, do I ban Freya or do I ban Changa? And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Whoever I ban, it's going to be the other one. <laughs> so I'm like, well, who who's the worst out of those two? I'm like, you know what? I'll ban Freya. And of course, it was Changa. And uh, it was a very good Changa, like, like a lot of followers, Changa. And we get into this fight. And the whole match, the whole match, the entire length of it, she's not really beating me, but I'm making small mistakes. And every small mistake I made, whether it was a mispress of a button or, a, you know, just whatever, she took advantage of it and killed me. I died nine times. Oof. But I never felt like I was out of the fight. Like, you know, even when I died, she was not in a position to to truly take advantage of it. I'd beaten the snot out of her every time we fought, but it, you know, she basically just, again, couldn't press the issue to the next level when she got the kill. And then I'm putting the push on, and I'm like, I can take Phoenix here. I know I can. I know I can. I, I pushed her off, made her go back to Fountain, and I took the Phoenix, and I'm like, you know what? I can keep at this. And I've, I went after that Titan and she kind of ducked it out once. I had to go back in, came back out. I went zero and nine and won the match. <laughs> ah, could not believe it. It was just one of those. Yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. it was a good match. It was actually a 23 minute victory. So long, hard fought match. But again, just goes to show, man. You know, sometimes you, you got to go with that feeling. Like, I knew I wasn't losing that game the whole time. It was just like, she's she's beating me. She's killing me. But I, I got faith in myself right here. And I rode that to a, to a victory. And, um, yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. But speaking of a lot of fun, we played an arena the other night to close out the night. And I was streaming, you know, for a little bit, you know. And just wanted to kind of just take like a chillax you know we've been playing conquest i think all night and yeah let's just play an arena you know i broke out kukulkan so no one's picking any gods so i'm like yeah i'll go with kukulkan pick kukulkan you know waited a little bit locked in and then what's the next thing that happens someone calls mage i'm just like you know i don't really care if you want to play a mage but you know i'm still going to play kukulkan i'm still going to build stacks and i'm going to outstack you because i'm kukulkan and he locks in as Anubis. All right, you know, not a big deal, right? And then we also got a Hades. And there we had a Medusa. And Dan, 
accidentally picked uh, Tear, which was kind of funny. Accidentally? (laughs) Yeah, accidentally. That game was a total ball ache. (laughs) But is there anything I really want to talk about in this game is the beginning. I call out, I need the jungle buff over at Blue. I get some okays. Even Anubis said okay, by the way. Yeah, we kill it. Anubis cuts me off and steals it. And I just flapped there. Like, you fucker. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? This is one of those games where I just want to flap on back to the fountain and sit there for a little bit. But, you know, no, that's not who I am. So I just flapped out to the center. And I don't even think I used my roll run right away. I just waited out there. And then the rest of the team comes out. Anubis engages the five of them. All four of us just stand there until Anubis died. <laughs> And then the Hades laughed, and we all laughed, and we went to town and had a, had a pretty good game. We ended up with a, a very close loss in the end, but it was a real fun game, you know, and the Hades was just awesome because he was just like, yeah, dude, that was a total dick move. And Anubis got his Book of Tooth built way before me because I, I think he went straight into it. And I came out, he had like 15 stacks when I got mine. Dude, I so outstacked him. Mine was so complete, and he wasn't even halfway done. I'm just like, <laughs> dumbass. Like, you should know better. But anyway, had some fun with that game. Had a, a Sylvanas support where in the middle of the game, I'm just like, wait, did I just get a triple kill? Like, what the hell? You guys ain't doing your jobs. I'll just throw my dots out there, you know, and shit's happening. But, um, uh, Two other games, and then I'll, I'll pass it on here. One just, it was me, Beagle, and Dan in a joust. And it was a game where we were put against some people that weren't quite as experienced as us in the game. And, you know, when you're against those people, you know, nothing against them. But you really got to show that you have more experience. And you got to show that I'm not going to struggle in this game. I'm going to kick their ass a little bit. And I played this Artemis, and I'll tell you what, I have never used my route so successfully. I just, it was, I was on point with where I needed to put it. They had an Arachne that was playing aggressive. I'm just like, oh, honey, you picked the wrong hunter to get aggressive against. And, um, yeah, I went 8-0 in that game. It was, that was a fun one. Uh, but the only other moment here, we were playing a, a Conquest, and I was playing Soul Carry, and we had... Our, our old host Dicey playing some Nija support. <laughs> it was a good he game. He loves that wonky shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Good game, but this team fight broke out like right on the edge of dual lane jungle. And I'm like, I was kind of out ahead, like, you know, clearing minions, you know, and I'm like, oh shit, this is a little early for a, for a team fight, but you know, hey, shit happens. So I turn around. And all I see is Sir Cat weaving her way straight to me, full health, full mana. And I'm like half health. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I threw my odd out first, straight, straight towards her and kind of back to me. So she's coming in, boom, gets knocked up in the air. I hit my three. I get my one off. I get my two off. She's dead. And I'm just back to safety of behind, you know, behind my team. And, you know, then we had at it. So it was just one of those great moments where I'm just like, oh, I'm probably dead unless I can pull this off. And <laughs> it was one of the moments where I actually pulled it off. So I, I was appreciative 
of that because we've had some some back and forth games this week. We played against some tough people, and you know, even uh, actually last night we played against a, a four man team that oh, beat us, God. and then we had to play them again. I do not want to talk about it. <laughs> and uh, they beat us again, but it was a much closer match the next time. I'm like, you know, why is it I'm always playing against these tough games? When I'm not playing my comfort pick gods, and when I'm always playing one of the gods I'm either trying to get better at or or haven't played in a while, and it was both those games, I'm just like, ah. But anyway, how about you, Week? And you have any good games here recently this week? Man, I've just been grinding ranked, and usually ranked and good games don't go in the same <laughs> sentence. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> over the course of the last week, all my games have actually been very enjoyable i don't know i haven't really grinded ranked or cared for i'd say like two years so it's a different experience and i'm i mean i'm having a ball on smite it's literally the most fun i've had in smite since i first started playing i think yeah the the character flex as far as what roles they can play has been really it's on one hand it's been really obnoxious because i play, it's like you're playing soul lane you're like, what the shit is this thing doing in the solo lane? And you have to figure out how to play against people in solo or your, the other positions you're nev- you've never had to play against in that role before. But at the same time, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely taking Baron into the jungle this game because why not? <laughs> yeah, you've got the double-edged sword. You've more fun for you, but more difficulty in trying to figure out who you're playing against and how to beat them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, one of our goals uh, we were talking about the other day is like we want to pick a traditional team. You know, one of each class, and then put them not in the right roles at all. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> you can do that, and up. it wouldn't even be a weird game. Everyone be like, "Oh, all right, <laughs> here we go." <laughs> yeah, it's always fun when you're looking at that load screen, and you're like, "Okay, it's gonna be." Wait, they don't have a support, so who? Uh, okay, maybe that. No. Okay, maybe that. Yeah, definitely that. And then you load in, and it's like Baka, and you're like. Uh, Okay. It's like Artemis jungling then. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, they got Baka mid and what? Who's jungling? Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Artemis jungle. No, well, we talked about mid. last week Beagle and I in, in uh, duo lane against a Cabracken Ares combo. Oh my god. I felt so bad for that Ares. Like, I mean, he they, tried, they didn't pull but it off too well. failed. <laughs> failed miserably. Yeah. But yeah, so where where are you at ranked wise these days? Uh, I think I'm like 200 points off of Grandmasters. I'm chilling around Masters with like 100 games played. Nice. Nice. Yeah, hmm. I, I I can't fathom the, the conquest grind. You know, I mean, <laughs> being a, a working man, and you know, family of five, and you know, a bunch of pets, and you know, all that fun yeah. stuff, and, and running a podcast on top of it all, it's just like. I think I can find some time to do some some ranked play with with some some joust with some friends or some occasional duels, but you know the conquest grind is just it is a daunting one at times. No, oh, yeah, there's a big learning curve that everything's changing a lot, and I feel you on like joust and stuff. There's nights where I don't know, Cyclone will hit me up and be like, "Let's just play joust because you don't have to try as hard. You're kind of just playing around with each other. You're not focused. It's it's a good time." Yeah, I've actually found that I do better. If I actually think that I've lost the game. So we, we were playing a game this week. It was a joust. And we were just getting our stool pushed in. It was bad. I'm just like, well, five minutes in, like, this game's over. We lost this. It's because I didn't I play was playing. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I was playing Odin, who I have Diamond, but I haven't played him forever. And at one point, I'm just like, we're like 15, 20 minutes in. I'm like, this is like a tie game. I'm like, what the hell happened? These guys were like kicking our ass, and now I'm out here running in circles around them, literally. They had a Cupid at one point that thought he headed me off at the pass, and I literally just ran in a complete circle around him and dodged everything and then just ran out of his alt when he tried that. I'm like, yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it, it, I don't know. I, I find that when I let go of I have to win to have fun, and I'm just playing the game to have fun, you know, and, and especially in a joust like that, that I end up playing so much better than if I'm stressing over it. So yeah, you remove all the pressure from yourself and then you're just having fun. You're kind of trolling and that's kind of like a comeback mechanic almost where in your head, there's no way you win a game. One thing goes right while you're having fun and it just becomes that much more fun. Yeah. Well, we talked about that last week. We were, we were having a bad time in joust and I trolled with the Ymir in the jungle and he trolled back. And then we're like, High five, he joined our team and it was a four on two and we won oh, the game then. He literally joined our team. He was attacking his own Phoenix with us. <laughs> the he walled, walled his own Sasano off in the bull demon area with Dan and I, which made me laugh. <laughs> that poor Sasano was trying so hard too. Uh, he was. <laughs> oh, but anyway, Dan, uh, how about yourself here? How's your games been this week? My games have been very up and down, but um I have a couple of decent ones that I want to talk about for sure. Uh, one I had just played two hours ago, and I went 16, 3, and 11 as Mercury. And uh, it was a tough one. It was a tough one. We we started off way behind. Like, within the first two minutes, it was 3 and the lanes were all pushed. And I was like, oh my god, another one of these. <laughs> but, um, you know, we started pulling back, and it, it took me 25 minutes to die. I'm not going to lie, I was pretty happy about it because everyone else was falling like flies. And it was mostly because their Mercury, it was Mercury on Mercury in the jungle, and their Mercury focused completely on ganking while I focused like, okay, they're ahead, there's nothing I can do to help my lanes right now. I'm going to farm and take the ganks where I can get them. And I ended up like 7-0 and level 20 while their Merc was like, six and oh versus or six and three maybe with uh level 18 and i'm like bam i win and then i just ran through their whole team ended up 16 and three uh it was really fun guy was in there he was kicking ass too yuri is always kicking ass he put a clip on our uh discord discord <laughs> that's what eventually i kicked ass that mercury just oh man oh yeah he, he really liked it he kept mid lane over man. just stayed there for the first 10 minutes of the game he was just yeah yeah he really liked you <laughs> but uh yeah yuri put a funny clip up on uh on discord where i uh dashed into the mercury and he wasted beads and tried to dash out but he had just enough help that chalk alt killed him as he hit the edge of the chalk alt which was awesome um was he trying to hearth back to the fountain when you first went in yeah when i dashed him he was trying to back i'm like what that was the stupidest place ever to back i'm like is that really what I saw? Because that, that to me is like when I'm playing raw and you think that you know, backing right behind the tower is the right place to do it. Oh, he wasn't behind no tower. He was sitting on the front of the line. That's why <laughs> I, I was like, oh, give me that ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, I even had to kind of alter my build that game because I, I felt like I needed 
certain things to outdo that Mercury because he was getting all the kills and because they had a Medusa Aphrodite tier Baron, like oh. the most healing, mm. stupid composition ever. But I knew, like, okay, if I take Toxic Blade, I'm literally going to do no damage because I want crit right now because I need to just crit their fucking face off. And uh, so I actually started Deathbringer instead of going Rage, and then I went Poison Star so that I could keep up with them and give my team chances to keep up with them as well during the team fights and reduce their damage output. And that ended up winning the game because I can't tell you how many times I boxed their Mercury and made it out with, like, 200 HP, and I was like, thank you, Poison Star. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yep. Another good game I had, uh, another Mercury game. Whoops. Seems like I play Mercury a lot. Uh, 19, <laughs> 2, and 4. I just walked right through them the whole time. There was an enemy Thanatos that he tried his best, but he would alt me, scythe me, and then I would just 3, 2, he's dead. Okay. Bye. Moving on to the next, they had an Apwash who was super immobile, so like he was dead all the time. The only really annoying thing on their team was a damn Neath alting me all the time. Can't do much about that, though. Yeah, she seems to have been making a resurgence here as of late. Yeah, well, when you can Heartseeker proc somebody for half their health bar, everybody thinks you're a pub stomp god. Been playing, as, as Dirtnap said, playing a lot of Joust, and I, I main Huyi really hard on Joust, because man, I can hit some sick bounces on Joust. Super easy, too. Oh my god. I can't tell you the amount of times I've hit triple bounces on Joust, and just stood and like <laughs> just looked at their corpse like <laughs> have have you yet intentionally done the uh bounce off the wall off the tower off the other wall and hit him from behind i think you just totally whiffed oh no my my favorite is when they stand in between the tower and the wall and they're like oh he can't triple bounce me here and i bounce it perfectly off that edge of the tower so it just goes in straight back and forth and they die and it's like ah <laughs> oh, that felt good <laughs> yeah, i've, I've um, seen a few people get deleted like that yeah oh man my favorite was an amir he was really really aggressive he blinked in uh froze two of us and started charging his alt and i insta beads turned towards the wall straight like you know, there's the triple bounces where there's the angles, but then there's just that straight line triple bounce that you can hit and mm -hmm. straight line right through him three times. One shot him with the bounce heart seeker and his alt never went off. Oh, it felt so good. I was like, yeah, no, can't be that aggressive on me, bud. <laughs> yeah, there, there's some certain death traps in there in, in Joust. Like we had a guy uh, uh, a Poseidon that thought, hey, I'm going to attack out of the red buff area the whole time. Like, that's going to be my signature move. It's just like, oh, Poseidon's in the death trap again. Do we want to kill him again? Yeah, yeah, I remember that guy. The poor guy. Um, <laughs> shout out to Guy's son, Herg. Uh, I've been playing <laughs> so many games against and with him, even though like, he hasn't even been in the party or anything. Oh my god. The uh, so one day it felt like every game had him either on or against our team. And it was three games. Three games in a row, that's what it was. He he was doing really good, too. Um, he definitely kicked our ass in the one. Uh, shout out when to that played, when he played Rabon and play? just destroyed us. Yeah. Uh, that was Did fun, you know though. what game I want to hear, though, from you, Dan? Yeah, what's that? I want to hear about your Kumba carry. Oh, my God. Okay, so Dirtnap is obsessed with Kumba because Kumba is so much fun. He's my, he's my big guy, man. And, um, he's my big buddy. 
I'm sure if you're if you've listened before, you know that I played a Kumba mid game and fragged out on his Zeus like it was nothing. The poor guy went 0 and seven against Kumba, but we'll let him go. Not enough torture for him. So me and my buddy Dicey, he's Cupid support and I'm Kumba carry. Full damage, no tank, just full Kumba carry. And we're against Uller Geb. And I'm like, oh man, this is going to go so badly. Like, how is a Kumba carry going to beat Uller? Well, I'll tell you, um, I would blink in, knock him up with my ult. Cupid would drop his ult underneath. And then I just time the two, hit him with the one. Boom, Uller's gone. And, you know, Geb was just like, oh, you rock. <laughs> he didn't know what the hell to do. And, you know, it didn't matter if Geb shielded, tried to knock me up because I was in my two. Like, psh, get out. Got a couple airmails in there too, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Airmailing the Cupid Bomb minions to get a free stun on Uller so I could ult him for free. Oh, yeah, we, we played that really well. But then my team fed their brains out in <laughs> mid-jungle and solo. So we ended up losing really badly. But yet, I took top damage and died the least as Kumba carry. And I was in the fights all the time, trying desperately to carry the shit out of them. But whatever. Some people you can't save. <laughs> like assassins that like to 1v5. They're my favorite. <laughs> They're like, I'm this guy. I'm a god. Goes in 1v5, gets one shot. And it's like, what was your plan? What was your real plan there? <laughs> and sometimes you just really don't know and you never will yeah how about yourself yuki i know i haven't seen you much this week work's been interesting <laughs> lately it's been a disaster so i haven't been playing much uh most of my games are from a day but we do have managed to get a couple that worked out really well played in arena and that was me dan yuri guy and that was my good buddy irl here twisted clown uh, playing Damage Odin. Uh, Guy, I believe you were doing the whole support Hera thing, trying to pretend that that's a thing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> It's not. <laughs> uh, I was like, I need to play Hunter. So we go and play Hunter. And I go play Huyi. And those poor kids, we 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 gave them, we gave them the short end of the stick. Uh, it worked out really well. Uh, we'd played in Arena before that. Before Guy joined his soul. Uh, Yuri, who's some really good Serb plays, Serb solo kills. Dan was getting picked on by, what, the Pele as uh, Scotty? Yes, but this Pele end, it was not for her. She couldn't handle <laughs> Um, And then the last one, which I thought was really fun, this was one of those games where this was the same with your Merc game. Uh, same game. Then they were just crushing us early. Um, my buddy Bacon was... Wanted to play Neath, somehow ended up locking Shibalankwe, so here we are, but <laughs> I, I was I was kept brief. Just kind of like Dan misclicking one to Tear, right? Yep, yeah, something I wanted like that. Wukong, and it's like, Tear! Like, no! <laughs> yeah, but uh, we we got our uh, dual lane. It was kind of rough at first. They got a couple of kills. We got everything situated, and I'm like, screw it. I'm going to go off and give as many people hugs as I can. And it was like, just sit here and do your farmy thing. Every once in a while, he'd be like, hey, you guys need me to come over? We'll be like, uh, yeah, yeah, head on over. You know, it was a little bit of a sloppy game, but 
we got down, uh, we weren't communicating very well, so I started just shouting out calls, what we should do, what we needed to do. Then we pulled that one back. Um, and then very much same, uh, that clash, Dan. Hmm. That clash. God. We clash were, is such a fiesta. Yeah, we ended up winning. They were at our, they were at our Phoenix. I'm not mistaken for that one. Oh, they were on their t- our Titan. Uh, yeah, they were on our Titan, and we ended up ended up pushing that one back for a win. So those are definitely the best. Uh, yeah. Chernabog not as good as I was hoping in Clash, but uh, that's probably just me. Clash is definitely a fiesta. I'll give you that. Oof. Clash is a Clash is a thing. And that, that's it for this week. All right, Beagle, mm-hmm. what do you got for well, us? Well, I did find one game. I mean, nothing like amazing happened. But I played support for once, not in a conquest. Like I played the guardian in a joust with Dan and Dad, which I was actually kind of proud of because we actually won the game. Winning a game with me as the support is very rare because I'm horrible at it. (laughs) I played Athena, went two zero and nine. It was oh, that's right. That game was only like eight minutes because uh, who left? Somebody left the game. Oh, we made one of them rage quit. I forget who it was though. I think it was the Morgan? I think you're right I, there. I think. I was just proud of myself because I played support and won. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's when I was playing Artemis, too. Yeah. 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 And I and Dan was Hera. Yeah. And then I've recently been playing Medusa in the carry lane. And, wow. There are games where I just destroy people, and there are games where I just suck. And that game, one of those games where just me and Dan were playing by ourselves, everyone else was at work. And that was one of the games that Herg was actually on our team, and he played as my support, and we just, we bullied the Sobek and the Cupid. Like, (laughs) wait, was it Sobek support? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was just hilarious. I went 9-2 and 10 that game. Like, even though we weren't talking on the mic, we were using VGS, and we still just destroyed them. <laughs> yeah, I didn't need to babysit their lane. It was it was a much better experience than when we're losing. He is a pretty good support. So, yeah. But that's really all I got. I don't really have anything big and awesome that happened recently. Well, five. Taking the, the humble route, much like our last uh, person <laughs> up here this week. <laughs> Saving, saving the, 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 the best for last. It's Guy. There you go. <clears throat> well, about the same old, same old. I've been playing a lot of mid lane, as usual. I've been actually using a week and put out his top five mid laners, mages. I believe it might have been last week? Yeah, but, uh, last week or the week before. Yeah, so I've been... I already played Oppwash. It's my favorite god anyway, so I've got like nine stars on him. So I've been using your build on him and on uh, Vulcan and on Rajan. Rajan's my new favorite god. But uh, yeah, you've definitely been good kicking g- asses, Rajan. Yeah, dude. Yeah, good games, bad games. Uh, as we've been getting better, our competition's been getting better. Better. So I've been having to. I've been getting picked a lot more, so I need to be more careful about that. But other than that, you know, that's yeah. About I've noticed it. like the the the. The more we go up, the more guy just gets camped out his ass. <laughs> Gosh, I know it's horrible. I want to give a shout out to Dicey, who had his first pentakill this week. 
Oh yeah, high five on that, Dicey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've congrats, Dice. But yeah, it seems like uh, the mid lane becomes uh, the slaughterhouse uh, of of the next tier up for us. Thank you, Guy, for taking that role away from me. Oh, I yeah, mean, I mean, there's just always, that. like, four people in his lane, and I'm like, why are they still there? Like, I'm the juggler, and I'm like, what? I just killed them. What are they doing there? But, yeah. nope, they just sit there and kill Guy on cooldown, and I'm like, I can't even get my speed buff and get back to you in time to save you anymore. We have taken advantage of it, though. We We tend to win the outside lanes then, and, you know. Oh, boy, you better. (laughs) That's right. I'll just take it for the team, boys. I'll take it from the team. You know, there is uh, one game here, Weekend, that that I know uh, we wanted to bring up here. Dan pointed out and made sure I I seen this one. Uh, He said, you're a really good jungle, but apparently you're not a carry. Not a carry? (laughs) That YouTube video. Oh, my God. (laughs) Man, sometimes you play other roles and just get your ass handed to you, like no I, matter what. I I just I, I have to ask <laughs> why the blood forge instead of a stacking item. That's what Cyclone does at competitive level. <laughs> so really? I literally just like I'm the same as you guys. There, there's times where I don't know a build, so like I have to look it up. So like yeah. I'll just I'll go on like Smite Pro builds and see what pros been building in pro in real games. And that's what he builds. Yeah. I like how wow. <laughs> pro yeah. jungler. What's your excuse? I, I'm doing what the pros do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just copy everyone else too, man. All right, all right. We'll let you go on that one. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you what though. I, Izzy is a, a a fine art to understand her because she seems so simple, but yet. She's got this these underlying currents of difficulty that you really need to understand to play at a high level, and I I could see how you know not going from a, a different role and into her, you know, you would get get a little bit of a struggle with that. I mean, I'll tell you, one of the things I love doing with her is my three is not an escape. That's I'm gonna come in and kill you, buddy. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I have this problem where I'm just always aggressive, no matter what role <laughs> lane. I'm not gonna play back because it's boring. Like I have to just keep running at people. <laughs> yeah, I definitely yeah, I, I hear was you. like watching the video. Like, damn, this man doesn't take shit from anybody, no matter <laughs> no, where he's at. <laughs> no, you'll look. I have games against like Barracuda and ranked and stuff and ADC role, and like it's no fun to sit back. Like I'm just gonna push up. I'm gonna fight you as much as possible. I don't care who you are. Yeah. <laughs> I just there's just something to be said about threeing in towards someone when they think you're going to escape, you know, and just coming in right behind them. My favorite though, and I've done this a couple times in my career, and it always seems like it's against a Loki. But I'll three to nowhere. I literally just three in and immediately to where I'm at, and then they're turning around looking, and I'm like, yeah, I'm behind you, buddy. Like, sorry, you know. I, I give him a half second, get get my two back up. All right, it's game over now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy and hard. So, in light of a, a topic this week, I figured we kind of split up uh, our questions a, a little bit, where we would kind of talk to you about the things, you know, questions we had, and then we'll get into our session of progression, and then we'll come back to the community's questions in the community section. So, Dan... You're the number one fan here, so. 
Yeah. Throw them at me. Let's down. go. Let's Lead the way. Calm right. down. <laughs> and and okay, let me try breathe. not to shriek too much. There we go. So Have I fun. think my first question would definitely be what is uh what what's your like uh the biggest thing that you see people in lower elos and lower um lower ranks like you know golden uh gold and plat and stuff what are their biggest mistakes that keep them in that area yeah i'd say like over half the time it's probably your builds (laughs) like it really is man (laughs) i mean you can go more generic you can say decision making but it comes down to builds and then how you spend your time a lot of people either aren't rotating like you'll see supports who never leave the duo lane which is really bad You'll see junglers who are farming a lot, but don't really know how to gank. And then when they do gank, they gank a lane that isn't a free kill. So that's a lost minute right there. If they run over there, it's not a good gank. And then they have to run somewhere else. It's just a lost minute. So it comes down to like building correctly and then just not wasting your time. Like I'll play in pro games and I'll go and check a camp, right? I'll see if it's up like on the other side of the map, like an invade and it won't be up. And I'll realize in that time, the other jungler got a 200 gold lead off of just leeching off of a lane or something so little decisions like that add up real quickly and low level players don't process that you don't realize that that 10 second decision you just made actually puts you behind more than you think okay um another question um i always love watching your stream because when people snipe you it's just like it just seems like it's more fun for you (laughs) my question is how how is it so easily dealt with for you? Like how is it that you're uh, that you, you don't? It doesn't matter that they know where you're at all the time. Because um, I've had games where their ward coverage must have been brilliant or something, and it just seemed like they always knew where I was. There was actually a game I I played as Alquong where Thanatos and Nox comboed me from the beginning of the game to the mid game, and then I started soloing them because I know how to build Alquong because I watched your video. I mean, that's one play around, right? Like, if your two people are running at you the whole game, that means your team has an advantage somewhere else. So if you play the whole, I just need to not die, I need to get what farm is up, instead of getting frustrated. Like, most streamers get mad, right? You'll see them tweeting about it. You'll see them raging. Like, I might rage in an instant and be like, damn, I'm getting sniped. But at the same time, I'm thinking, okay, I still have to go farm this. I still have to do this. Like, I don't give up. And I think when people snipe me, they probably think it's going to be a lot easier than it is. So then it's kind of, it, it's just a struggle for them when it's not as easy. They have to try harder. Like they sniped into this. They did it on purpose and it's not as fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Uh, honestly, I, I, I would take it as a badge of honor. I mean, I barely, you know, have streamed much at all, you know, to this point, you know, compared to most people, you know, so I'm just still working on trying to get, you know, more than a couple viewers, you know, per session, but Honestly, I'd be like, bring it on, you know, this makes it more of a challenge for me. You know, it's a badge of honor that, you know, you feel you have to do it, you know, or whatever. But yeah, high five, man. I can appreciate that. But from a, like, once you have a following, it's a lot different because your job is to be entertaining and have fun games. So if you're getting sniped by five of your friends and they're making the game not enjoyable from your end, then it's bad. Like it's losing your money. Imagine if people stood out front of your shop and wouldn't let people get in or people went into your shop to listen to music and they were outside blasting louder music and they couldn't hear it. It's just disruptive (laughs) to like what's happening. So sure in small doses, it can be great. It can be fun depending on who it is. It can be more fun, but eventually at some point it's going to affect you negatively. And that's where it gets annoying. Like it happens to me too. It's just a very small percentage of the time I'm sniped. 
Cool. Okay. Yeah, I, I get that. Uh, does anyone else have any questions? I don't want to be. I don't want to be the only oh, one here. I've definitely got my. <laughs> I go all day. I definitely got my oddball questions. You know me. So, uh, <laughs> says you're a big shoe fan. What's your favorite pair of shoes you have? Uh, right now I have a pair of Jordan Force. They're uh the designer cause. They're like he collabed with Jordan to make them. Um, they're really really expensive. <laughs> uh, not not my most expensive shoes I have, but they're they're just like a clean shoe. They're black. They have a little off coloring on them, so they aren't super boring, and they kind of, like you can wear them with everything. So the fact, I mean, I have 55 pairs of shoes now. So those are the ones that I don't wear all the time. But when I want to, like, I'm going somewhere and I just want a simple shoe, that's what I wear. Hell yeah. So it says you went to business college. I did. Got a degree. Does that have any plans for when you get down with the uh, pro scene? Or um, so uh, when I first started school, I had no clue what I wanted to do. I didn't really like. I went to a school. I didn't like look into it. I didn't really care. Where I was going. I was just going to school because that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you think you're supposed to do. So I went to school for a year and a half. Did the basic like your gen ed classes for business, and I hated it. Hated the school. I liked the <laughs> classes. I liked the teachers. I hated the school. So I wasn't sure if I wanted to finish school or what. Came home for a year. Worked. And once you kind of like do that and you get into like the business where you might not see yourself like going anywhere, you instantly like I instantly was like, I have to go back to school. Like, there's no way I'm I'm doing this for the next 10, 20 years. So I went back to school, um, went to James Madison University here in Virginia. It's really good business wise. It's like top 40 in the country, including like your Ivy League schools and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and then that's when smite, like I went back to school. I went there first semester, didn't play any smite, didn't play any video games, had my computer sitting in the corner. Uh, after that first semester, I got, I think straight A's, uh, decided, all right, like, I got, I did my job. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna play video games again. And that was when I went pro. And it was interesting. Cause I take classes or like, I'd be learning something, reading something in a book. And I'd remember like, oh, I did like, this is exactly what I went through in this contract for X organization or I already dealt with this stuff. So it was more smite and what I was doing already was actually helping me with school more than school was helping that's me cool. with smite. Um, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was, it's, it's different. Like people, like I would, t- I'd have to tell, like I'd be in a group and I'd have to like, yeah, I, I, I this is what I do. Like I have to explain it to them cause I'd have to leave <laughs> a meeting to go play an SBL match or something. Um, so I don't know. It was just, it, it, I'd say it might help me later on the, the degree, but realistically, I think everything I'm doing now is going to help me and has prepared me more for the next job or whatever I want to do after streaming and Smite. Or I, I don't even know how long this is going to last. I, I have no idea. It's an interesting ride. Hell yeah. That's it for me, folks. All right. So Yuki? I, I bring the weird game-related ones questions here because I, I like because we on PlayStation didn't get Smite until about Season 3. So one of my favorite questions is, what was your favorite item that was removed from the game? My favorite item didn't even make it to the live client. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I don't remember. It was some big patch. Like They were just trying to make crazy changes to make the game more interesting again. They put in a starter item that slowed on auto attacks and also put a dot on auto attacks. Oh, yeah. So the whole, like, we're, they were, we were all playing on the PCS. It would just be me picking like Thanatos or Arachne and running at them, like finding them in their jungle at level one. And it would just be fights over and over again. Like, I don't know if uh, PlayStation had there. There was a meta where people were building like Frostbound Hammer and you were just fighting. I, I feel like it might have been season three. 
But it was yeah, early season two. Yeah, it was similar to that, except for different gods were a lot stronger. So like at the time, I played a Ara- like I still play Arachne every game, but I played a lot of Thanatos. And if you played those two games, you couldn't lose. You could one v two people, and they couldn't do anything <laughs> with the item. Like the item was so broken. That patch came out. We played it that night. I know I was the only person who streamed it, and the next morning it was gone. <laughs> so someone watched my stream. Someone saw the clips because it was me, Cyclone, and a bunch of other pros doing it, and it was. It was very fun, and if it had made it to live, it would have made the game probably unenjoyable and broken, but that was my favorite item I've ever played with. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know how much of the mythology side you keep track of or how much you're into mythology in general, like it's some people into this game. Uh, are there any gods or goddesses that you know of that you wish were in the game? Now, especially now that Hera's in, because that's a big one I feel for like a lot of people. I'm the oddball out. I literally pay zero <laughs> attention to any of that stuff. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what god was in what thing at any point. Like, I don't know any of that stuff. I've never been like that. I played World of Warcraft, and you know how much lore and stuff is in that game, and people really dive yeah. into it. Yeah. I don't know anything. I don't know a single person's <laughs> name. Like I might kill a, go to a raid boss in that game, and then after that, like, I have no idea who they are, what the point. Like I don't know any of that stuff. I'm not. My goal was to kill them. I think I attribute it more. Like I don't play single player games. I've never. When I was little, I played like Mario and stuff. But I was never really yeah. a big single player game, which is where you follow the story, you listen to what's being said, you read the stuff. I I skip that. If like if I play a single player game, I'm spamming the button, skipping past all that stuff to just do the action. <laughs> so I'm definitely not the person to ask for that stuff. I I have no idea. As stuff comes in, I get, people get hyped. Like uh, in my chat, like people get hyped over. Oh, Harris coming out, right? I don't look at it like that. I wait to see what the abilities are and how it plays before I have any interest or I'm excited <laughs> at all because it's just right. about the gameplay for me. Well, let's we'll put you in the Bobby Yaga category. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, I, I certainly understand like that with new gods. Honestly, I don't even like to play them when they come out because nine out of ten times, the next patch, they're going to be different. I kind of, I prefer to let them settle down and then I'll hop in and start playing. I'm like, all right, now that now that they're kind of where they're supposed to be, now I'll play them because I like to learn right from the beginning how to play them right. And if I'm playing them from the very beginning and they're changing heavily right off the bat, that's going to put me behind the eight ball. Yeah, you get used to Chernabog and then you you get you, you old and you're like, oh, this is not what it was last Tuesday. You're just smiling at them. I think that's it for me, really. I have a I have a question. Uh, I obviously know this uh, because I watch your stream all the time and stuff. But uh, at one point, uh, you said that you had taken a break from Smite and that you ended up grinding back to the top of Masters in two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how? Yeah. How in the fuck? <laughs> that was what I was talking about. When I went back to school, I took a. It was like four months. It was a whole semester. I never even hooked up my computer. Um, and then within that, like, I don't know if it was Christmas break or something. So I didn't have anything to do. I mean, I was already in college. So my classes are like six hours a week. Like I, I already had nothing to do. Right. So, uh, I, I don't know. I got back on. It was a lot of the cooler gods were in like Mercury, uh, had to come back in. So I spammed rank. I actually, in a month, I had the highest rated ELO in the game which I held through that whole season. And then my main account, that was an all a second account. My main account was in the highest rank. It was like in top 10. So there was a point in time where I had two accounts in the top 10. Like well, that was when you were playing against Latam, Europe, NA all on the same servers. That's cool. That'd be interesting if they ever did that again, but they couldn't deal with the, the difference in 
delay. No, yeah, LATAM and EU got screwed over because it, the servers were like 99.9% .9 NA. You'd have your one in a hundred game where you got a you got an EU server if it was even that. But yeah, yeah. you wouldn't want to put those players to that again. That would not be fun. Oh, I got one more. How'd you come up with the uh, name Weekend? Uh, when I was younger, I mumbled like a lot. Like my parents would give me shit for it all the time. Like, what did you just say? <laughs> like, we, what are you, are you speaking an alien language and shit like that? So when I'd play Halo 2, I played all day, every day. I'd be sick, quote unquote, sick from school and play all day with my friends. Uh, I'd mumble like call outs. Like I took it pretty seriously. I was very good. I got played against pro players at the time who were a lot older than me and stuff. Uh, so I'd mumble and be like, they're weak or they're weakened. And then I'd have a call out like B2 weak. And I'd be saying it so fast that even in my own head, I'm like, nobody knows what I just said. They hear, <laughs> they heard weak or they heard something. Um, so I just took that, ran with it. I wanted a new like name I could stick with. I was 12 at the time, I think. And weakened came to mind. Another pro player's name was Darken, um, which I found out. Like I, I came with the, the name weakened, but I wasn't sure if I wanted it. Saw this guy named Darken and he did a three instead of the E and I thought it was so cool. So I threw it in my name. I liked the way it looked. I thought with the, like with a K and then a three rate after they almost like sync up. And I just always thought that was cool. Um, stuck with it ever since. I had different names when I played World of Warcraft because you couldn't put numbers. You can't put numbers in your name. Um, mm -hmm. Anything you can't put numbers in your name. I hate having the name Weekend because I don't like it with an E. I think it looks bad. That's like you go to my chat and if you type Weekend, the Nightbot calls you a bitch. And tells you that it's called weekend. Because <laughs> oh, it's actually just something I don't like the look of it. I really don't. Like I don't I don't like mind people saying like people are, aren't always gonna type it right, but I hate the way it looks without the three. Uh that's fine. How about you, Beagle? You got any questions? You ask questions here at home all the time, but when it comes to guests, you're always like, uh Yeah, actually I do. What? <gasps> oh uh -oh. crap, guys. Uh oh, it sounds Shut up. scary. This is a momentous occasion. <laughs> What tips do you have for people who are trying to learn how to play jungle? Um, I mean, this is it, it's a generic for every role. When I started the game, I watched stream. That was when streaming was starting to grow a little bit. Like this is when Shing was a top streamer. Lassus was a top streamer. I would literally on my second monitor, put them on and I place my and I would watch. And then when I wasn't in a game or when I wasn't playing, I need a break. I would just watch twitch streams of smite all day long and it was almost like i was studying what they were doing like it's easy to watch somebody when it's for entertainment because you're just trying to get enjoyment out of it like, it's awesome he just got a double kill well, instead of that i'd be looking at it like how did he get that double kill why 30 seconds ago like was he here which led to him getting a double kill and if you process the game like that like everyone's not gonna do it i was trying to be the best like i wanted to play at the highest level so like, that's not gonna be for everybody but I'd say even taking in like 10 minutes of a stream every once in a while outside of just for entertainment, you'll learn most of what you need to know very quickly. And that's because those top players are already doing these things just out of habit. Like they don't think about what they're doing. They're just it's it's a, an everyday thing. They could not be even looking at the screen like I read my chat half the time and I'm still running around pathing better than 90 percent of the other people <laughs> you're going to play against. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just because it yep. becomes a habit. It's not hard stuff. It's just things you have to understand at a higher level. All right. I just remember Fast and the Furious, the stare and drive. <laughs> Did he give you the stare drive? That's my move. <laughs> so a uh, question I have, um, because, again, I kind of alluded to it earlier that we've been growing and progressing ourselves. And, you know, we, we've been hitting these walls where it's just like, man, these guys are just 
a hell of a lot better than us. And part of it's from us growing, and part of it's just matchmaking with groups is always going to be a little wonky. And um, so when you're feeling that frustration in games, what are some tips that you can give, you know, to help keep cool and, you know, party on? Um, I mean, that's kind of a mindset, right? Like you have to go into it, especially as soon as you realize someone's better than you, that like you can see by the way they're playing, like they might do something and you're like, oh shit, I didn't know you could do that. That'll happen to me and maybe not in Smite, but in other games. And you just have to realize like, Instantly at that moment, it becomes a learning experience that you're trying to have fun in rather than a, I need to win this game experience. That's how you'll get better. If you learn from those people, you learn from the things they're doing better than you, the, the mistakes they are making, and then you'll just inherently have more fun in the next game if you aren't making those mistakes. And as you progress and move on game to game against these better players, you'll slowly become as good as them. The same thing in sports. You go look at a lot of athletes. They, at 10 years old, were playing against people that were 20 in whatever sport and they can be like at some point they became able to beat them and then they move their way up. The same thing applies to video games, play people better than you as a learning experience, not as a, I'm mad. Joe just missed his ability. Now we're going to lose. Like you were probably gonna lose anyway. So <laughs> stop freaking out about it. Take a step back, find <laughs> yeah. out what's going wrong. So the next game you don't do that and you'll just have more fun overall because video games are about fun. And winning is usually more fun, but you can't beat everybody. There's always somebody who is going to do something better than you. So when you play those people, you have to learn from it. You have to take it as a learning experience. I love that answer because that's what I'm always trying to, to tell people. It's like, look, when you're up against people that are better than you and you're getting your ass handed to you, pay attention to how they're handing it to you because you can learn from that and start to do that to other people. Yeah, so that that's I love the answer. High five. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Any other questions out here, folks? Or are we ready to move on to our session of progression? Do, 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 do. Uh, I think we can uh I think we can move on for now. Talk some Merc. Alright, well, yeah, that's right. We're gonna talk some Mercury this week on our session of progression and since you know dan's such a, a big fan we'll let him just uh read through the abilities here real quick and then we can once he's done that we'll uh turn things over to you to kind of help guide people on how to uh you know build out the abilities build out a build and what combos and you know how to get better at the guy in general okay so, Mercury's passive, fastest god alive. For every one unit traveled, Mercury gains a 0.1% physical power bonus on his next basic attack for a max of 50%. Mercury also gains additional physical power equal to 25% of movement speed from items or abilities. Read the note. What note? There's a note for that, and I love it. I didn't know this, and it makes me laugh every time I see a jump party now. There's no note. Merc's passive doesn't charge while jumping. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't say that here, but that is true. So if you jump around the map all the time, don't do it as Mercury. <laughs> I've made that mistake. I learned quickly. <laughs> um, his first ability, Major Look, Mercury moves in the blink of an eye, dealing one melee attack to every enemy within the target area. Each hit may trigger item effects for basic attacks and can critically hit. 
Major Look does not trigger ability-related item effects. The damage is 70 to 210 with 60% of your basic attack power, and the radius actually increases from 7.5 to 13.5. Uh, maximum velocity is 2. Passive, Mercury gains increased movement speed. Active, Mercury increases his attack speed and cleanses himself of slows and becomes immune to slows for the duration. Uh, the ground speed at bonus is 2 to 10%, the duration is 5 seconds, and the attack speed goes from 30 to 70%. Special delivery, Mercury's dash, and is 3. Mercury dashes forward, knocking aside minions, grabbing the first enemy god he encounters and spinning them. The enemy god takes damage until the effect ends, and Mercury throws the god in the direction of his choice. Uh, minion damage is 70 to 250 plus 80% of your physical power. And then the god damage per tick is 10 to 30 plus 20% of your physical power every 0.25 seconds. Uh, and the duration is one second. And this is um, known to be one of, the, one of the best CCs in the game just because it's a one second stun with a directional toss at the end if they don't get out of it in some other way. And that can really throw a fight in your way. Uh, his ultimate, Sonic Boom. Mercury gathers energy for a powerful dash. With the range extending as he does so, he travels the distance faster than the speed of sound, dealing damage to all enemies, stunning them and spinning them around in a random direction. The damage is 200 to 500 plus 100% of your physical power, and the disorient duration is 1.5 seconds. All right, Weaken. So uh, how, do we do, how, how do we Mercury? <laughs> you know, you just press the buttons and people die, honestly, right now. <laughs> Do you even need to press the buttons? I just usually hold forward. I mean, and your hold forehead will work, and... <laughs> honestly. You just slam your forehead into the keyboard once you have Golden Blade. <laughs> that, that's the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. It's huh. not Mercury being good right now, it's Golden Blade being re making Mercury insanely strong. So play around the Golden Blade, play around Poke, and literally you just press your buttons. You throw your one out every chance you get at somebody. At lower levels, they're not going to be running around with as many health pods, and you're going to fuck some kids up. I think my favorite thing is, oh, he just walked into the minions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like uh, the perfect moment. You see three people grouped up. You're like, oh, I can't wait. Oh, I had, like, the best chance for a triple kill with my one, and I left the other two that I hit at, like, the sliver of health. Oh, I'm so pissed. I love that one with the golden blade. It's broken. So how, how do you build out his abilities here in the beginning of the game? Uh, you want to start with your one, max your one. Um, really, it comes down to how you're playing the game after that. The two is very strong, but the ultimate, when you're using it a lot and you're ganking, like if you're, if you're ulting or trying to get a gank every time your ult comes up, that little bit of extra damage on a gank is kind of big. There's a lot of times where I'll notice I don't level that up. I'll level up the two first or second, I guess. And I'll miss out on a kill by like two or three autos or something. And that extra 100 damage you get, extra 50 damage you get from each rank goes kind of far. Nice. And well, obviously you build Golden Blade with them. How <laughs> quick do you actually build that out of the gate? First item. Uh, you start with first Assassin's item. Blessing, rank one uh, Katana, and then you finish that Golden Blade first before anything else. Having that yeah, online, I mean... you don't like, there's a lot of gods like Thanatos or something where you try to rush your boots and then you want to go kill somebody real quick. Well, Mercury, you rush your Golden Blade as fast as you can, and then you just want to go back to farming and rush your farming even more. It's, it's nonstop. <laughs> and then once yeah, you have I mean, boots is when you look for the ganks and the free kill. Yeah, as soon as I hit 1500, I'm like, oh, I'm back, gone, I'm out of here. And uh, I'm almost always level 20 by 19 minutes. I mean, farm is so important, and I definitely have kills by that time too. So as soon as boots are online, my team knows that I'm coming to gank. I just, 
Golden Blade right now. Yeah. Yeah, There's Golden Blade's fun. All over the place. I don't feel like anyone else really abuses it. Or even, like, I mean, you'll see, like, Arachne and some others where you pick it up, but it's his his one just makes that item shine so brightly. Yeah, it's really not worth to pick up on Arachne. Uh, you just want to build uh, build for that burst damage with her. I, There's a when I lot see of... people pick that up, it's like, yeah, you have it, but you're wasting a slot. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that try to make it work. Like, Baka, I'd say, is probably the next closest to getting something out of it. But overall, you're usually trading out an item for something that's not worth it. On Mercury, it increases the farm so much, and the potential for, like, double damage on people, it has way more value than anyone else can get out of it. Yeah. So, what what are we building after that? So, you know, obviously, uh, we go into boots. What what boots do you build? Your warrior pen. Oh, oh, can't even think, dude. <laughs> Your power boots, uh, warriors. What are they called? I forget warrior the names. Yeah, yeah, I forget the name of items, dude. I, just, I have my own names for stuff at this point. <laughs> so yeah, you're going into your power boots. You're rushing rage because the stacks from rage are gonna come. So you want it right away, and usually around that point, if you're farming correctly, it's when the big team fights start. Like your gold fury defense, your portal demon stuff, your ganks off of your mercury stuff. So having that rage as fast as possible becomes almost as important as a, as a golden blade because you need that crit online to get the crazy poke, to get the ones that hit for 600 on the mages. You have to get that online. Um, I'd say though that and golden blade are your, most, your two most important items. I think rage is overlooked a lot because it's a stacking item that you can't automatically stack. It doesn't have crazy power on it. It's kind of just like the item in the build that you know you have to have but you don't want. And then if you really take a step back and realize how much you crit as soon as you finish that item, you understand it's got a, it like it is a key to the build. Honestly, if I'm building crit, it's one of my favorite items to build. It, and it is one of those things where I'm just like, yeah, the stacks aren't guaranteed, but there's times where I buy it. I'm like, that shit stacked already. Ha ha ha, buddy. <laughs> Definitely. All right. All right. So, you know, we talked about, you know, abilities here, builds. So, actually, kind of going back to the abilities a little bit, you know, obviously there's some good combos here uh, to hit with them. Uh, you know, like, I know personally, I, you know, I've watched, you know, you, you want to grab them, you know, with your three, throw them, and then you can actually, you know, if you time it right, you can hit them, you know, with your one as they're landing. I, that's obviously a, a very good combo to to use with that. Any other particular combos with them ability-wise? I like throwing people into walls because if they hit the wall, you can get two autos in before they can do anything, before they can hit the ground and react. So I think that's... Oh, yeah, there you go. That, that on Mercury is probably my favorite like use of an ability, but that stems to so many other gods that you can do stuff like that on, like Sirket. Like, there's a lot of things where tossing people into a wall... Usually, you might think like it's bad because with the normal Mercury throw, you could throw them so much farther, right? You could throw them down the lane, but that extra auto, that extra little bit of time, it confuses them, it makes them react differently, and uh, that's my favorite use of the t uh, three on Mercury. Not to mention, if they're squishy, they're going to be dead before they hit the ground. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like mm. they can't use actives; they you can't do anything. They're just <laughs> floating in the air, hitting a wall, and they still got that time where they're supposed to be flying through the air. Just it's really satisfying to get some thousand crits in there while they're they're up against the wall. Yeah, and it I, holds them still and helps out for the rest of the team too. Like sometimes, like line, like especially like someone who's got a, a an ability they hold still for, like raw, 
if you, if you throw somebody into the wall, the raw knows while he's charging where it's going to be. He doesn't have to guess. Yeah, I think my uh, biggest question on the Mercury combos is when you're threeing somebody, when is the time to activate your two? Is that when they hit the ground? Should you hit it when they're in the air? Uh, I think that's the only thing I struggle with. I mean, if you're min-maxing, it's, it's going to be different each time because there's sometimes you can throw people and you can actually hit them when they're in the air. I don't know if that comes down to the, um, the diminishing returns on stuff from like stuns. Because when you'll sometimes you'll throw it faster, right? And that's diminishing returns. That's other people hitting one of the stuns. So you can min max out of the throw. There's times where you'll throw them so fast you can auto while they're running through the air. There's times where you're throwing them really far back. Say early game, you don't have boots, so you won't be able to get in those autos in the air. So I'd say each time it changes, if you're going to be able to catch up to them, you don't want to two until you're there, right? And then if they have slows, if there's other people around, sometimes I'll pop it earlier so I can make sure I get to them. It, it really varies time to time. Um, I think you'd have to look at each match and like in your head, min-max. Think about how the gank's going to go ahead of time. Um, are you killing a Poseidon in a whirlpool? You need to get out of it faster, pop your two. Is there no slows and this person doesn't have mobility, so you're going to go sit on them? So then holding the two until you catch up to them and getting more autos in is going to go farther. It's just really uh, situation-based. Cool. Good question, Dan. I know I asked you that the other day, actually, too. <laughs> yeah, I wanted a more professional opinion. <laughs> <laughs> We're professional bullshitters. I am a professional yeah, yeah. bullshitter, I can tell you that much. Unless you need to know some numbers, I'm good at that. <laughs> so, um, another thing that we like to ask our, our, our god specialist is, you're uh, lining up there, and on the enemy team is the Mercury. So, what are some things to do to counter? Uh, you know, when you're playing against him, you know, to what are what is what's his Achilles heel per se? Uh, a lot of aggression. Like, so Mercury's big struggles are early game before you get the Golden Blade online. So, if you play a god that can push Mercury out when you meet up in the mid lane at level two, that will go a long way to giving you a chance at getting ahead before Mercury gets the Golden Blade. So you see gods like Najah come in against the Mercury. And that's because the Najah can help clear the mid lane, can pressure out, can get early kills. And the hyper-aggression is the only thing I see consistently shut down a Mercury. You could also play for team fights where if you're a god that will stick together with your team if you're not a diving team comp, right? Like, you're just a god that's going to, a team that comp that's going to sit together and you're playing against a Mercury, and you stay together, it's going to be really hard for that Mercury to do his job. And that's the other counterplay, I guess. It's As an individual, you can go hyper-aggression early and try to just fuck the Mercury up so bad that you're always ahead and you're always invading and taking his shit. Or as a team, when the Mercury's going to have his farm, you just stay together. And if he tries to go in, you all turn on him, and that's your best bet. Cool. So my, uh, my last question here to you is... Uh... What what skins do you use? Uh, dude, there's so many bad ones. Have you seen the new? Uh, I don't even know the name of it. The new anime skin. I heard you making fun of it. The yeah, dude. I, I had it. I hadn't played it. Like my stream would ask me, like, "Yo, switch to this," and I just forget. And in scrims, I turned it on, and we literally all of us, all five of us, in the middle of a scrim match, sat there and watched the walk on this skin, and it made me want to throw up, dude. It was terrible. I, I I don't know what it is about him. I, I don't know. It we it was weird enough too because there was another god uh that we had picked in the scrim that has the same model 
um, as Mercury. Like they stand the same; they're the same exact model. So Hyra's obviously just jacked it and swapped it over. Um, right. But yeah, I, I've I mean, seen a couple of those. I hate so many of the skins. The the Envious <laughs> skin is the like obviously it was our skin that we got as a team. So I like that skin, but I don't really use it. And then the Rocket Punch is the only one that I like that I use over and over and over again. <laughs> They, you, know, you know which one I use all the time? Which one? If I'm playing Mercury, I like to use Modern Messenger. Why? Because it's a douchebag scale. Oh. <laughs> which one is that? I'm trying no. to remember what That's it looks like. That's the one where he's wearing like a yellow hoodie with a yellow the mohawk. mohawk. Oh, and, yeah. So he's like a, he's like, a, like a Street Fighter type dude. Yeah. Oh, I hate the that scene, man. Like the face is a CC. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing. They've messed up the face on so many of these skins. The uh, Kung Fu skin, whatever it's called, the Shaolin Fury skin. Oh my goodness! It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is yeah. horrible. Like I, I have no mm-hmm. idea what they're doing. They gotta get some better stuff in there. Yeah, I think I like the uh, effects on the new Mercury skin. I think they're pretty okay. But uh, overall, the skin was kind of like, eh. But I also really like the voice actor that they used for it. So. Yeah, poor Merc. He suffers from bad skin syndrome. Yeah, who's designing them? That's the question. (laughs) Well, these new skins that are the... I don't even know what style they are. The anime style. Anime. anime I'm just like... The cell shade. Like, yeah, no. No thank you. It's not not good. You know? Stick stick with the other stuff. It sells, dude. There's, like, anime and that stuff is so big that it just sells perfectly for Mm -hmm. them. Yeah, but it is nice that you know they can work it into the game and it be a part for it, you know, because of that. You know, because hey, look, I, I like that there's skins that I like and there's skins that I don't like, and you know, them being you know something for me. But yeah, I'm sure I'm not really into anime, but the people that are love it, you know. So it is a good thing that you know it can be mixed in. So I mean, I'm not down in it in that way, but it's just not for me. I always use Captain Quick because I love his voice pack when he says enemy <laughs> ultimate down. He sounds oh so gosh. fucking satisfied, dude. He's like, enemy ultimate down. And he's like, yeah, I fucking got his ultimate. I don't, like I three weeks in a row worked that in. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't know why. You I sounded like a professional right there. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Like I just love the way it sounds. <laughs> it makes dude. me laugh every time. Dan could definitely be a voice actor. I I, I would agree with that 100%. Yeah, yeah, I've been told that a couple different times that I've... uh, Dirt Nap's lazy. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh Pretty much. The lazy Mercury skin. (laughs) That's what they need. They need a skin where Merc's got his belly hanging out, and he's like fat, and he's like, ugh. (laughs) Redneck Mercury. (laughs) That would be fucking bad. The dad bod Mercury. Oh my! Well, I think that uh, pretty much wraps up our session of progression there here for this week on Mercury. As always, feel free to hop on over to the Discord and continue any conversations over there. We're always happy to dive in a little deeper. Uh, and or hey, if you got any tips, we'll share them as well. You know, we never opposed to any of that stuff. Or if you just want to tell us we suck. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Dan does I'm, suck. I'm I used do. To it, so. Uh, yep. But uh, you know me, you know me. I'm out of position again. But that's oh, God. You know, like Weekend says, I like to play aggressively. Just keep your asses up with me, and we'll be fine. <laughs> Everyone else's fault, oh. not yours, right? 
<laughs> yeah, guys, get like, good. Jeez. What are you doing? I'm like, you know, there's one guy behind me. I got, I'm up here tanking four of them. Y'all better be able to handle that one guy and not bitch about it. <laughs> Meanwhile, I killed their their mage. Reminding me of that game where I went 19 and 0 in the first 12 minutes and we lost. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand. We all we all have our ups and downs, but hey, that's what I love about the game. Yeah. Just as a real brief aside, you know, I kind of, you know, with my question earlier about dealing with the frustrations this might, is look, one of my best advices for that is like, if you won every game, would you play this anymore? Well, I'd, I would be a professional, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, you know, I mean, where, where's the fun of that? You know, if you're going to win every time, I mean, to me, this is a competition and what makes competition good is losing. You know, you, you, it makes those wins all the more satisfying when you get them. So. Oh, yeah. But anyway, uh, let's move here on over to this week's community challenge. Oh, and Yuki, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we can normally there is a, a, a quick go over of lore, anything Don't. weird that sticks out to me. And this is making it in, so we're going to make fun of Dirt Nap Stan, but f- and uh, yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, we're let's make fun, fun of Dirt Nap Stan. Stan. Wait a minute, Dirt yeah, Naps- I get thrown under the bus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll make fun of Dirt Nap Stan here a little bit, but we'll just record at the Shit. end of the episode. It'll be like yeah. it never happened. <laughs> just just go ahead, get give it now, and then we'll move on to the community section. Give oh, give, give, give that lore out. Move the windows. That's all right. Oh my you god, making right me making me do work now. <laughs> Put it this way, it'll give Beagle time to get prepared for the community section. We know yeah. she wasn't Never. ready. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the lore this week on Mercury is he's known mostly as the messenger of the gods, but he's also the god of uh, like shopkeeping, merchants, so I would love to see one where he, he just ults in and there's just a line of coins. Think Fafnir's skin would be great. Just to play on some of those other mythological elements of he is a father. He was to escort one of the nymphs down to the underworld, uh, and and totally hit that because nymphs. That's all it really is to say. If you know anything about the mythology behind them, you're like fair enough. Uh, but other than that, Smite's lore and their depiction of his of his kit and everything's very much on point with the predominant lore. Um, the biggest books that he shows up into, or the biggest uh, literature we have, is Virgil's Aeneid. And he plays a big part in that, reminding Aeneas of his mission to found the city of Rome. So if it weren't for Mercury, Rome would never have been founded. And there you go. And um, you'd never be able to, you know, when in Rome, be Rome. Yeah, right? When in Rome, do as the Romans do? Yeah. 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 So, like <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, I can't remember all this <laughs> anymore. And being one of the major, yeah, and being one of the major gods, uh, in the Roman mythology, uh, alongside you know him, him helping to found Rome, uh, he's found you know in all a lot of their artwork. He has a major temple. Um, their oracles of Mercury uh, pretty much start and are involved in every story for any god or character or hero or whatnot. So he he's. As far as the gods we've covered so far, he's probably one of the biggest. Uh, his cult in Rome was one of the largest next to, like, Zeus. Um, so, just a big, 
big storyteller, big mechanic in the uh, in the way they they dealt with their mythology, which is pretty cool. Uh, Hafa, see, we yeah. worked it in there. And read the Aeneid if you haven't, because the Aeneid's hilarious. All right, Beagle. I hope you're All ready. Right. So, uh, wait. What? Oh God, she wasn't ready. Still. No, I'm. Uh, she wasn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> she wasn't ready. No, I was. Just, I just went the to the community, community section again into. Of guest yes, uh-huh. I know. <laughs> All right, yeah. So first up, Evie in the Discord or Yuri. If you could create your own god, which one would you take from mythology, and where would you put them in terms of roles, and how would you troll with the skills of them, or would you make them serious? So, uh, <laughs> did he die? We can. Did you die? Is this is this gonna be for me? Is this gonna be like impossible? Oh, yeah, to answer yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need uh, what what is it like? Phone a friend. I'm gonna need uh, some some help here. From the so he would totally get Bobby Yaga from Slavic folklore, uh, because Bobby Yaga is a crazy ass witch who flies around on a flying mortal mortar and pestle. Uh, think anyone who's seen Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z. The spinning black pot that has the fire coming out that they fly through the air with for those people who are pure and fly on the Nimbus cloud. That's where that comes from. And she lives in a three-legged chicken, three-chicken-legged house. <laughs> that is very, <laughs> yeah. very different. I'll give you that. Dude, yeah. Bobby, you guys crazy. I love her. Oh, why are you guys a three-chicken-legged house dropped on somebody as her alt? Like, <laughs> that, that's going to be a great ultimate. Just lock them in there. That's your whole thing. You lock somebody down by putting them in there. Yeah. No. She dashes within the mortar and pestle on a fire. She dashes at him. There you go. Uh, the, the alts, they're, they're caged in a three in a three-legged chicken house that, that runs around like it has its head cut off. Those kind of questions have always been really hard for me. Like People ask me that stuff all the time. I, not only just because I don't know it, even for like looking into abilities, you want to match them up with lore. I can, it's hard enough to come up with an ability in general, just something new in Smite that hasn't been done. Like There's a, almost yeah. 100 gods now. They, there's a lot of stuff that's been done. The one thing I want to see is mana burn, but I don't even know yes. what god that might apply with in terms of lore, and then it's hard enough to implement it into the game on top of all that. Yeah. And then how would it interact with Achilles, who doesn't have mana? Yeah, right? Just extra health burned or something? Like I have no idea. You mean Kukulain, Yuki, but yeah. <laughs> No, I meant Achilles. Achilles doesn't use mana. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and Souls ones or two, right? Yeah, and uh, oh, yeah, Hardware and Sovereignty are mixed for Yuki. So if he ever tells you yes. to build one, it's the other one. <laughs> no, Don't ever the buy one. Says buy the other one. Oh my god. Uh, okay. All right, moving on, Bagel. All right. Next question from Uncle Phoenix. Will he ever be Strongin? <laughs> <laughs> Every day. You should change your name to Strongin. You should make another account that's Strongin. Um, yeah, that's not happening. No, that's, I, I like my name the way it is. I understand like the play on stuff, but I, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm good with my name. It, the G and the 3 just don't work together as well. I mean, it just sounds weird anyway, because um, anyway, wouldn't it be like strength? Like People are like, it would be strength in any way. Like, nah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. We're not going to get into that. We're not going to dive that deep. <laughs> we're just going <laughs> to say no. Like, we're going to leave it alone. Oh. <laughs> All, right. All right. Oh, guy's kid coming in here. Heard. What's your favorite cereal? <laughs> oh, dude, this is hard. I'm, I'm like very, not only am I picky, I get sick of stuff very quickly. So like, 
I was eating Honey Nut Cheerios last week. I, I stopped eating cereal because I'm eating a whole lot less sugar. I usually like I'd end stream. Like if you know my schedule, I'm up really late. Like I go to bed at like 6 a.m. Um, so I'll eat like something at like four and it usually be cereal. Then I go to sleep. So when I was eating cereal, I was eating Honey Nut Cheerios last week. The week before that was uh, Frosted Flakes. And then the week before that, my wife got me the Captain Crunch with berries. So like, I swap it up a bit. I'd say my all-time favorite is probably Frosted Flakes because they actually like fill me up, whereas most cereal, just being straight sugar, doesn't fill me up at all. You just eat the whole body. Yeah, I mean, I, dude, trust me. Give me two days <laughs> of some good cereal, and that shit's gone. <laughs> all right, next up. Next question. Rado Knight. 970. What is your rallying speech to bring LG over an opponent that is snowballing in a game? Dude, we don't, our team definitely doesn't have rallying speeches or anything like that. It's not your <laughs> traditional sports team. It's more like a, um, I wouldn't, like in that moment in a real game, we don't really shit talk each other, but like in scrims and stuff, you start giving each other a hard time. Like that, that is definitely our atmosphere. That's why like Shadow didn't really strive in our atmosphere. There was just no way. He couldn't take the the bullshit, even though we're joking. Like all five of us know we're joking. It, if you can't process it like that, it hurts. So I'd say if we're we're really far behind in a scrim, we're giving each other shit to the point where it's just funny. It takes away the stress because you're just clowning on each other. So in a real like land game, it might be a little bit different. But I think that atmosphere would still be like, what did we do wrong? And then once you process that, it's like, because that's how pro games go. If you get 10, 15k goal behind. You can tell if there's any chance. Like you might have a good defense comp, and if so, you'll keep playing. If not, you start talking about the next game. So like, I'll probably roast each other a little bit, and then just start looking forward to, to the next game. If you're down that much, the in Smite right now, the lead has to be huge for you to lose. Like nobody thinks like, oh, I'm losing until you're down like eight thousand gold. So like that's kind of one plus. Like the team's never, oh, this game's over at a 4K deficit. Like, you lose a fight. The game's not over, and nobody thinks of it that way, so you don't really need that confidence booster. Everyone's just kind of still playing their game. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what, I certainly understand that, you know. I mean, there's that good-natured rising, but y'all need to be on the same page that, you know, hey, that's what we're doing. We're just going to give each other shit, you know. I don't really mean it, but yeah. Yeah, if you're not in on that loop, that that that's not going to go. Well. No, it it definitely doesn't feel good for people that aren't like that. I'd say that's definitely something that we uh, specialize in giving each other shit for fun when we're just getting our <laughs> ass handed to us, right, Yuki? Yep. <laughs> and then if it starts to get, you know, if we start to take it the wrong way, it's like, can't you just take a joke, you know? Nope. And then we start being very sarcastic towards each other, and that usually kind of helps bring us out. Or, or we bring up sauerkraut. That's our universal term for being your too salty. Off and goes to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you do got to walk away. <laughs> yep. All right, guy, looks like you're up. All right, we got some questions on Reddit, but before I get started on them, I'm going to go ahead. There's a lot of questions about Incon on here, if you can imagine. No so, way. Uh, oh, my <laughs> God. So, uh, just if you want to let us know what happened there. I'm a big fan of sports anyway, so people getting switched to other teams or getting released is no big deal to me. But apparently a lot of people have taken this hard, so well, I'll let you It's definitely different because in sports, the players don't fucking have to replace their teammates, right? Like, like sure, maybe right, yeah. LeBron James goes to the owner and says, yo, I can't play with this guy. but you like you don't know that like 
First of all, it's a business, way more business, at least it was, like, esports is getting there, but sports is way more business, so it's handled privately, correctly, and all that shit. With Incon on the first team, we went from being an undefeated SPL team, number one, to three weeks before a LAN, he was playing very badly, and it, this isn't like, it's an opinion, but when four other members are all agreeing on it, like on their own, like I, I, I different people come to me on the team at that point in time and be like, yo, like this just isn't going to work. Something is wrong. We kind of sat down and talked and the idea was with the change in the meta at the time, he just wasn't as good at support anymore. He, he just couldn't do it because his awareness was going down for whatever reason. We later kind of found that out to be the fact that he was streaming for 12 hours and then scrimming for four hours. You can't, go shoot hoops for 12 hours straight and then go to your practice and give it all. Like you, you can't give it your all. It's not possible. There's no way you're doing something for 16 hours straight and giving it your all. So we felt as a team, like I, I didn't like people just can't process that. They, they think I, I was like, in you're gone. Like that was that simple. It never works like that. Um, but as a team, it was, he was putting his, his priorities were elsewhere. He wasn't performing and we had to make a change because he wasn't doing it. Like he on his own was fucking us over in all of our eyes, ruining the game for four people. So it was time to make a swap. Um, so we made our swap, brought in Omega. And at that time, everyone was kind of frustrated already because we didn't get to go to worlds. We didn't get to do anything. So when we brought in Omega, we scrimmed for like two months. Scrims were like back and forth. And he ended up talking them into kicking me off the team. So I left, and then that team crashed. Like, Envy left Smite. They, they turned into shit. Um, but the process of kicking Incon on that Envy team was as simple as everyone agreed. I went to the owner, because I was a team captain. Or, or I wasn't team captain, but I kind of was a team captain. That's what people didn't understand. Team captain in Smite is more of who does the paperwork and makes sure the information is passed along correctly. It's not like oh, we voted him team captain because, like, he inspires us. Like that, That's not how it works. It's, it's all paperwork and bullshit. Whereas, like, as a team, I kind of led the team. I was a shot caller. I did most of it. So everyone came to me. So as a team, as the org, they decided, like, they agreed with us. They kicked him. Um, fast forward, like, five months later, and they're on ALG. ALG had been made with Incon and Lassus and all the streamers to be a fun team. Incon realized they Incon realized they could win. So I had messaged him. I was like, if you guys ever want to win, like, let me try out. Let me see if I can can do this. And he then, like a week or two later, came to me and was like, We want to try you out. So it was it people make it out to be like he he rescued me. He wanted to just we were best friends. He wanted to bring me on the team because we were friends. No, he wanted to win. Like we were friends at the time, but he wanted to win. It wasn't there's was no more than that. He wanted to be winning again. He didn't like being on just a stream team. So I joined the team. We made our roster changes. Our team was okay. We were like middle of the pack. Not bad. Uh, we get to the gauntlet a week before the gauntlet. And he contacts us and is basically like, we need to make a change. Like we aren't going to, we are going to make worlds. So that was me, MLC Stealth, and Incon. All agreeing. Have DMs and mess or had DMs and messages about like, yeah, like we need to kick that at time. Coat baby, who is my real life friend, best man at my wedding. Um, and Veninu, who was our ADC. So we agreed to that and we started looking for other options. I talked to Cyclone and Oceans at the time. They wanted to come play, but they did not want to play with Incont. Cyclone already had his experience with Incont. Oceans already had his experience with Incont. They did not want to play with him. 
<laughs> this is a long story. So <laughs> I went to our org owner with stealth and told him, hey, this is the situation. This is like I told him everything. Like we wanted to swap people around. Um, nobody will join to play with us. We don't believe we'll make worlds without making a change. So can me and stealth leave and go? We were going to go play under Envious again. Uh, me, stealth, cyclone, PBM, and ocean. ALG told us, fuck no. He was like, there's no way that's happening. <laughs> um, and this is in, this is like a 20 second conversation. He's like, no, that's not happening. You guys can kick in cunt. Like it was that straightforward. He's like, I'm going to go with you two. I mean, I'm a bigger streamer. I had a good relationship with him. Um, so it was the org owner's decision that we couldn't leave. And if we need to make a change in was gone, which is also something that nobody seems to process. I don't know why it's so complicated, why they think it's as easy Is it. Why is it just like, I made the decision fucking con he's gone. Like that makes no sense. I purposely went out of my way to try to leave the team to him knowing he wouldn't make worlds, but he'd still have an SPL team to like be a part of. And that just wasn't an option. So we kicked him, we brought in the people that wanted to come in, we made worlds, which was the goal. It wasn't like, there was no way we were going to go from not even making like it into worlds to winning worlds in that short of a time. So our goal was to make worlds. We did that and we were satisfied. Org was happy. Um, and that's kind of where it was at. Nowadays, I don't talk to Incon because he lied about so much shit. For some reason, he went out of his way to say he didn't want to kick people off the team. When I literally have the messages of him saying, yeah, we got to make changes. Let's kick some people. So as soon as that happened, I lost my respect for him because he was just trying to cover his ass. And I think eventually it's caught up to him. Honestly, I don't want to say karma, but I think just bullshit catches up to you if you're just leaving a big trail of bullshit. So the the, most of the issues that people seem to not be processing is, and this is with Smite being relatively young, and I would say even more than that, really esports being about as as old, if not a little bit younger, in its presence as Smite is that. People still look, oh, it's a game, and this whole game thing is going on. It's like at the end of the day, when you're looking at the pros and you're talking about adding, moving people, shifting people around, it's it's business. You're you're there to win. Yeah, and it's, the organization invests in you winning. I think it comes down to the idea that that everyone has a following, and teams never yeah. had followings in Smite for some reason. Like nobody loved, um, no one loves SSG, right? They love Barracuda. Like yeah, that that I think is a big part of it, and just. I, I don't want to say everyone's immature, but that's what it feels like because you look at, you, like you said, Smite's young, but every esport was young at one point. And at no point in any of the esports I followed did people blame the players when someone was kicked. They always said like, oh, that org's dumb. Like, why would the org do that? Because the org is yeah. the one who makes the final decision. They're in charge and people don't have any of the inside information about what's going on. Like, what if, uh, I don't know, say when I was kicked off Envious, what if I was just being the worst person ever? I was late to scrims. I was shit talking everybody. I was saying how bad everyone was, how much I hated the game. Like, obviously I should be removed, but nobody would have that kind of information. So for them to even make a real opinion, like one to get emotional about is just insane to me. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. You're right. As far as, e- as far as like esports on different games, you hear about the the team or the organization on other ones a lot more. Yeah, Smite's always been very different. Hmm. I couldn't tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right. man. That wraps up a, a ton of the questions there, right? There you go. <laughs> yep. That is the last time we'll talk about it. 
So uh, we have Corvus Trishula. She says, if you could make the best smite god based on existing abilities, what would you pick? When I exist, I get like abilities that are already in smite or just, com- already, just yeah, combining stuff? abilities that already exist. Man, this is so hard. You look at the, the you just have to take the most OP. Like the first thing I look at is like Freya. I'm going to want to take like the one off of Freya. I'm going to want to take like a Chernabog ult. <laughs> um, I'm going to want to take like, um, I probably want double of movement abilities too. Like imagine combining Sir Ket's one with Freya's one having. What's another ability, movement ability that does damage? I'm trying to think. Something else. Depends on how far you want to move. I mean, I want to go across the whole map. <laughs> Give me a Mercury all in oh, a three, oh. dude. Like, <laughs> Chiron <laughs> or uh, Ardeo. Dude, a, a Chiron <laughs> would be sick. Yeah, throw, so yeah, give me a god with... Chiron's with, dash is so, so Yeah, Serket's one. Give me Freya's one. Give me Chiron's dash on that melee god. And then give me Chernobog ult. Just let me run around the map, dude. <laughs> Just be fucking everywhere, up in everyone's shit. Yep. That's what I want. I keep asking. For, I want a new assassin that has mobility. They keep putting... They put, like, Pele in. No mobility on Pele. Yeah. You have to ult. Um, I forgot who they put in before that. It was someone else, very, very mobile. Uh, who was the last assassin before that? Uh, Dodgy yeah, was it? Do- yeah, Dodgy. Where your where your move wow, been- where your movements like not true movement. Like you have to hit somebody or your own teammate. Mm-hmm. I just want yeah, very another circuit type god in the game. I want something that can jump over walls. It can move around. That's just like my like that's my bread and butter. That's what I love to play. And they haven't put yeah. another one in forever. I think it'd be interesting if they did something like uh. An assassin who had four movement abilities, relatively low damage, right? So, and, and work the damage into the kit through other ways. But, I mean, a, a character that's literally designed just to run across the map as fast as possible would be interesting. It would be interesting if they, I think, in the current game and meta and map, I don't, I personally don't think it would be successful just because you can rotate so quickly right now. Especially yeah. if you already know where someone's going, you're warding correctly, and you're just following. It's it'd be really fun to move around the map, crazy speed. You'd have to have low mana costs on the abilities, but you have to kill people fast too for it to be valuable. Yeah, huh. what's well, a ward? <laughs> <laughs> it's those things that people place in, in the middle of the arena in uh, assault, oh. right? Oh, we right. had that in assault the other day. Oh, oh my goodness! I, I wanted to smack the guy. I'm like, really? Because now we're just going to hear dink, dink. Stink the whole fucking time that damn thing's up. You better not- Oh, he did buy two, damn it. Oh, yeah, he bought one every time he went back, too. He bought them every time. He's like, we need wards. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, good Lord. We were playing 12-year-olds that game, but we won. So I that, See, my plan was, all right, you put that ward there. We're fighting up in front of that. Fuck the dinking. All right, next one we got is from Cinderwild. She says, what's something about you that you feel you don't get to show the smite community oh man getting personal and emotional and shit <laughs> um, <laughs> That's i'd deep. say i end up helping more people in ways that nobody knows like i don't talk about this stuff a lot because i don't care but someone in my community tweeted that they weren't gonna be able to pay their bills they're gonna have to sell their computer so i sent them 500 bucks uh, i said what's your pay about oh, sending 500 yeah. bucks um my thumbnail editor uh, messaged me. was like, you got extra work. I'm having money issues. I sent him $250 and was like, just pay me back or let me pay it off through thumbnails over the course of time. Um, like I do stuff outside of money in person. I'll help people as much as I can. That's kind of, I have a persona almost on stream where 
a long time ago, I played up the whole I'm a dick type thing for a very long time. I still like playing it up. It's fun. It's way more enjoyable than just being Mr. Nice Guy all the time. But in person, I'm not super, like, I'm not an outgoing person. I don't, like, I, I'm down to just sit inside, down to stick to myself, not be the center of attention. And if I see somebody that needs help, I'm more than likely helping them. I'm the person who holds the door for everybody. I'm, like, the, the way that I am seen online compared to, like, the way my family sees me is a polar opposite. And I, I, kinda, I enjoy it. I think it's funny. But my mom hates it. My mom <laughs> fucking can't stand it. Like, the first two years of me doing this, she's like, how can you stand, like, everyone looking at you like this, 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 and this? And it's uh, the idea that any press is good press is very, very true. I'd rather be hated by half the community and loved by the other half than not talked about at all. And I played that up drastically to start a following because that was maybe not the easiest or quickest way, but it was a very successful way that nobody had done yet. Yeah, Dan can tell you because I pull his line out. I uh, oh, I always joke and the people around me that I'm the nicest asshole you'll ever meet. Hey, yeah. dude, that's <laughs> I mean that's kind of how I am, man. If you piss me off like in person, I'll be a dick. Like I'm gonna make you regret it. <laughs> but if if we're good, like even I don't know, like I me and Maddie Pocket had our issues for a long time, right? Uh, we'd see each other in person, and it was still like like we weren't dicks to each other. It's just like like you say your hey and you drop it because you know like you have nothing good to say to each other. Um, whereas yeah. you run into somebody like DM Brandon who like I, I, when I had my issues, I still have my issues with him. I don't, I don't like him, but that's another story. I saw him at like TwitchCon or something and we walked by each other and I said, Hey, just cause like, even if you hate somebody, it's still like, I'm not trying to be fake. I'm not trying to be best friends. I'm just like acknowledging that he's there and he didn't say anything back. He just looked at me like, like it was mind blowing that I said something to him. So you can very, <laughs> you can tell once you talk to people in person, how they really are. And I really suggest that people don't judge uh, what they see online on you, like YouTubers, streamers, even you guys on a podcast, like you guys might say something and like it's, you don't need to look into it so much until you meet somebody in person. You don't know somebody until you're around them in person at all. Good answer. Hell yeah. So the next one we got is from Kibo it says, who is your favorite God aesthetically? Oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> my favorite. Everything is circuit. The Madame Blade skin. That's my favorite skin in the game. I think it looks perfect. I think it's clean. It doesn't have too much shit going on it. The abilities look good. And she's, her titties are fucking huge. So she's easy <laughs> to like sell and, and push to people. Like If I threw that on a thumbnail on a YouTube video, it's getting 40,000 views. Like It's the perfect skin. Yeah, my wife would agree. She's, she loves steampunk and that whole aesthetic. She wants to do that as a cosplay. I have to build the tail of one of these. Oh, ones. shit. That I someone did that not too long ago. It's really cool the stuff you like. If you take a good skin from any game or a, a good looking god in yeah. any game, you can make stuff look awesome in person. Yeah, I'm right now. I'm sourcing the pneumatic cylinders because it's gonna move. Because <laughs> it's gonna move on its own. Okay, yeah. that's fucking um, insane. So I, I gotta see this. I'm I'm a I'm a mach I'm a machinist and I do a lot of like RC stuff. So yeah, it'll probably end up with a remote and either through electronic servos and push-pull rods, it's probably going to have independent movement. All right, and my question is, why didn't you have this ready and at Worlds? Uh, <laughs> I don't get to... They moved it up two months, and it won't be, and I won't be able to make it oh, this year. Oh, GG, uh, And also, I'm... I mean, when you look at... When you look at build time material costs, I mean, the tail is probably going to be $1,000. Holy fuck. Well, I mean, you're talking, like, computer-integrated 
like not like super heavy you need a processor or anything but you're still having to wire you need control boards for the cylinder the cylinders the wireless remote the battery trying to keep weight down what's your material that is wild. That's some commitment, <laughs> dude. A thousand dollars into the tail, and I know how yeah. hard it is. Well, the rest of it's easy. Dude, it's easy, but it still takes forever. Like that shit doesn't. It's not like oh, a. Yeah. It's not like let me just super glue this to this and I'm done. Like <laughs> people, like that's insane, man. I can never do that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next one we have is from. I love the names. The poopy shoes. Where do you think your own greatest strength and weaknesses as a jungler lie? Um, oh, stuff has changed over the years, man. I'd say when we first started, I could process the game faster than everyone else. Like, like overall, not just for myself, but like as a team, like what we needed to be doing, what was a good fight, stuff like that. Um, I'd say now I always know how uh, small engagements are going to go. So most small engagements that are my decision and like planned by me are always one and team fights i've taken a back seat so i wouldn't say it's one of my strengths i'd say that's something i'm working like I, it will be my strength if it, when we make worlds everyone will see like how much stuff has changed for me whereas i play way for way more for the carry way more like you see a lot of junglers played uh not necessarily like as an individual like it's all about me and i'm just doing my own thing but i do a lot more without having to follow what the team's doing i'll You'll see me farming on my own a lot more. You'll see me playing like a true jungler who's not building full tank now. And I think I'm very good at it. I just need the time to show everybody, which is what I want to do with this next land. Hell yeah. All right. From the other JTG, what is your favorite troll pick for the jungle? Oh, favorite right now. And it used to be Scylla. I love Scylla out of the jungle. <laughs> She's so fast and mobile. And if you get like a chain of alts going, it just feels really good. I'd say probably that or maybe Hoi because bounces Oof. just feel so fucking good. It's not even a matter of like the god feels good. It's like each god has one ability that when it goes right, there's nothing that compares to it. So, like, I can't play those gods normally. I'll go into a casual and play them, and they become the best troll gods for me. <laughs> Godzilla jungle, no. Godzilla. God I monster. Night, didn't you? Oh, God. Don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, he did. I got pushed behind so quick, and it was over. I did get, like, a triple with my ult, though. It worked. But, yeah, that, that, that's, the, that's the, the troll part about that is just, you know, you're in lane and you hear, I'm a monster. <laughs> and you're like, shit, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Next one we have is from Bradicles. How did you end up getting into Smite? Uh, so I came, my like video game story was, didn't have like any multiplayer game, anything. Started playing Halo. Halo 2 came out, played Halo 2 online. That was when I talked my family into getting the internet. Uh, from Halo, t- <laughs> from Halo no. Two, moved to World of Warcraft, which is when I built my first computer, gaming computer. Didn't buy a pre-built, which was an interesting process. And then yeah. we played WoW yeah. for years, man. I think I played WoW until I mean, in this time I was playing Call of Duty. I was playing other shooters, but WoW was like my main game until I went to college. Um, in college, I still played every now and then. And it started to get really boring. And you know how you, you, you just play the shit out of one of your games. It gets to a point where it's old and you're just always looking for that next game. We were like that for like two years, like looking for that next game. 
Uh, my friend that I play with all the time, he found Smite. We tried it. We duo laned before jungling was a thing. So it was a 2 1 2 meta. And we got fucked up. We ran like Ymir Hercules with no clue what was going on. Got fucking <laughs> shit on. And we were both like, yeah, this game's trash. Like, fuck this game. I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> both uninstalled it. Went back to playing World of Warcraft. Uh, after like a month, it got to the point where you're like, screw this, this is dumb. At the same time, uh, if you guys know Shing, he's, he was in Smite from the time it was created. He was a pro player for a little while. Uh, he was a streamer yeah. for a little while. He played World of Warcraft on our server. Same server as us. We were Horde. He was Alliance. So we played against him uh, all the time. It was a love story. Oh, uh, We played against him all the time. We whooped his ass. We hated him. We fucking hated him, dude. <laughs> um, so when we found out he was good at Smite, in my head, it's like, dude, I, I shit on this kid in World of Warcraft all the time, and he's one of the best in this game. Like, I'm going to – I will be the best. Like, I'm already the best in my eyes. So we, like, we put aside the fact that we didn't like it the one time. We redownloaded it, started grinding. Uh, and my progression from, like, not understanding the game to – top of ranked was a very like it's probably not normal for most people like without super big MOBA backgrounds to do what I did uh, I just I played all day I looked at shit all day I learned all day and that's where smite became my thing Dumb. I miss the wild days there was so many people that left the alliance and came join the horde and be like can I be in your guild and I'm like why because we're so tired of losing to you <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, who are you? Oh, yeah, you're actually pretty good. You, you know, <laughs> there was one rogue in particular that I was a rogue and she was a rogue. And, and every time we fought, it was a tooth and nail battle, but I won every time. And just, you know, it, we were grinding up through the levels and battlegrounds. And, and it was around, you know, mid 30s. I get this whisper and she's like, I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm joining you with you guys. I'm like, why? And, you know, and she's like, because you kick my ass every time, and I'm I'm just I I need to start winning, and I figured if I can't beat them, I'm gonna join them. And and she actually turned out to be one of the better mages in our guild then. Fried chicken, that was her name. Yep, fried chicken. Ooh, what a name! <laughs> All right, next one we got is from Yo. No big deal. How much do you think your experience with sports like basketball help your teamwork and shot calling and smite? Uh, when I first started playing basketball, I played on two to three teams at the same time, um, all the time. <laughs> we were like really, I was like really heavy into it. Like I, I love basketball. I was planning on playing on college and shit. Uh, I, I was on a team where I don't remember if someone just like aged out because back then, like you're 12, you move up to the higher fucking age. But like the the point guard who in basketball is usually like your team leader, your everyone follow like it's who you follow. Um, he left, so I needed to. I ended up being the one who needed to play that that position, and I was scared as fuck. Like talking like ten years old, having to be like a leader of a team. Like I, I didn't want to do that shit. I just want to play basketball. Um, I had a coach who played professional uh, football. His name was El- His last name is Elam. It's like Anzi Elam, I think was his name. Um, he was our coach, and he basically pulled me aside. I was like, look you have to do this. Like you're the only person that can do this. You have to do it. So I kind of just nutted up, started like being that person. And I grew into it over the course of like two years. And then that's followed me ever since I've always been like, I, I, I could never imagine like a shout out to people who love to do this and, and have those jobs. I can never, I don't think I could work for somebody. I, I can't stand it. Like I have, it's not that I have to like, uh, I need to be in charge of everything, but I like being in control of what's going on and making decisions for the overall. Cause I feel like usually my de- decisions are actually good. They're, they're right. So I think 
that's where it all started. And then now it's just built up to a point where I will follow people if that's the way it has to go. But I'd much prefer to be the one making all the decisions, shot calling and smite, that kind of stuff. Hell yeah. All right. Well, the next one we got is kind of a, maybe a little toughy here. Red Danger 95 wants to know the biggest reason LG is not doing well this season. Oh, rough, man. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I would say it, a lot of it stems from picks and bands. Our scrim picks and bands are really good. We'll talk about the way something should go. And then in the SBL game, uh, it'll go in and we'll, we'll fucking pick and ban bad. We'll do something like literally we had one game. We lost at the end of it. I was like, didn't we say like we were definitely not going to do this, whether it was ban a god or we were <laughs> definitely not going to invade this buff. And then we did it in the game and everyone's like, yeah, I'm like, we're fucking stupid, dude. Like we literally <laughs> just said not to do it. And it's not the same uh, consistent problem every game, but it's like those kind of things where if you look at our games, a lot of them, a lot of the games are good games. Like they're close games and you'll see one thing go wrong and it'll just snowball too hard. And I think that's our biggest issue. I think that's something we've worked on a lot and we've started to play a lot better in terms of just not making those little mistakes. Like sure. We still lose games. We still make some mistakes, but the ones that were obvious and we shouldn't be doing the dumb picks, the letting Chernobog through or letting Freya through because we think we could, could beat it. We being stubborn. That's, the problem that's why we we're losing and that's the things we want to have gone and we have a lot of it gone for this land oh yeah all right next one we have is from javels for scrubs it says what do you do in the event that one or more lanes have lost lane or pressure and your jungle is empty it happens to me occasionally and i get a lot of abuse from other players telling me to stop mooching their waves and i fall behind she tell them to smell your balls man um (laughs) 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 a lot of it i mean your team's gonna fuck you over it's gonna happen game to game your side lanes are all gonna lose your mid lane's gonna get get out pressured you kind of have to take it into your own self to start invading and looking for their stuff if if they're doing your blue buff, that means nobody's at their back camp. So go look and see if they're up. Go try and get them. If you get to a point where you're just standing under your tower getting fucked, you, the game's over. Like At that point, you might as well be like, damn, this sucks, and just not rage about it, not freak out about it, not overthink it. Just be like, this is what happened. Too bad. On to the next game. I'd say- That's a weird thing. No, Sorry, go ahead. Go. You're good. As a, that's a weird thing. I don't Because we play as a group so so often that we don't run into as much. Like, a lot of times it's, hey, Dan, help me come clear this wave. Or it'll be, hey, guy, you're here. Help me clear the wave. And like Literally, it's like, let's just, let's clear the wave and go do our thing. Whereas, you know, like, Dan will be getting my blue buff. And I'm like, yeah, just help me clear this wave real quick. Like, I don't I don't think we think about that. You're leeching my XP or anything. It's a lot of, like, we're working as a group. Help me clear this wave. That gives us that little bit of pressure. We can go do something. Yeah, it's a mindset or a knowledge thing, right? Like, you make it to me you just said it. your all's mindset is you're playing a team game you want to win the game at the same time there's another way to look at it and it's like actual factual like numbers if you are splitting it's actually better you're both get like that it's not a hundred it's not 50 50 it's 60 60 so instead of you guys splitting that that 10 gold and it's five five it's actually you're both getting six six like you're getting more out of it um so splitting is really good in small amounts and over the course of the game. And a lot of players that play Smite don't, they don't have that information and they don't have that mindset you guys have. 
and they can ruin the game for people. They can make it very rough. You, my advice is to ignore them when when you know you're right. Like <laughs> if I if you watch my stream and I say something, I'm not telling you bullshit. Like I'm telling you something that's going to make you better. So if you go to a game and someone tells you I'm wrong, just ignore them. Just do the things that you see better players doing, and you'll enjoy yourself a lot more. Yep. And if you're into it, read the Word of Thoth. I read it again like last week. All right, the next one we have is from Purple Pimp. And actually, we have a lot of these, too, so this will be the only ones you hear. It says, 667, how? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I, I actually love, at this point, I don't love explaining it, but I just love the whole, like, everything that came of it. The fact that we're, like, four years later and everyone still knows it and still talks about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people need to take a look. I, I even reviewed the my like the game. I went back on my YouTube and I watched the game and talked over it. And if you look at it, yeah, I did 667 damage up to 18 minutes, but we were getting fucked. Like as a team, we were down like 18 kills to none. Like jungle was invaded by five people. It was just us getting fucked. Like the game was not it's not like oh Cyclone was 8-0 and I lost us the game because I didn't know damage. It was Nothing was happening. We picked really bad. We had like Afro mid with Odin. Like, what the fuck are we going to do, dude? Like, I was going to jump <laughs> on them and they were going to run away. Like, no, they didn't give a shit. They just ran at us. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's funny. It's troll. But then at the same time, you've got, there's a lot of pro players that have done a lot worse than that over the last four years. And they're not talked about um, because I guess I was the first and I played it up so much because I thought it was pretty funny. It was a good marketing thing. Um, I mean, shit happens. Like if people come to my stream and like be malicious about it and they'll give me shit and I'll be like, look, give me your, let me see your games. Let me see your history. Let me go look at your shit. <laughs> like you think I'm not going to find something that's as bad or worse. Like and then they shut up. They just stop talking. Cause so it's really easy to, to make fun of somebody from the outside. But as soon as you're in the spotlight, you just shut up. I just think it's funny and, and I can handle it. Whereas other players, there's a lot of pro players that might've happened and it, it could have caused them to quit or disappear or just play worse. So in the end, I, I, I'm not glad it happened to me, but it's okay that I'm the one that has to deal with it. Damn, dude. Embrace it, man. I mean, it, it happened. You can't go back and change it. Might as well embrace it. No, man. I, I always, uh, good. I always like seeing uh, on your YouTube videos and in the stream where like, if you guys get to 5K, I'll get the 667 tattoo and all that. That was, that was funny. <laughs> People brought it up. I was like, you're never going to hit these goals. Like, Loki, I know I'm not getting this tattoo, but it would be hilarious if I had to. I wouldn't even yeah, yeah. And it would have been great for your revenue as well if you did hit that goal. So oh, it's like you. both yeah. ways go and hot five. You know? If that had happened, I'd have done it at Worlds and had like it recorded and shit and made a big deal out of it. It would have been fun. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Next one we have is from Mr. Easy E. He says, what do you think about the current state of the game? Uh, I talked about this a little while ago. I think Smite's the best gameplay-wise and just overall, like, you, there's so many gods you can play. I think it's the best it's ever been since literally the start of the game. People, you see streamers and you see all these people being negative, like, oh, I hate this, I hate that, and I really do not agree. I've played this game as long as anybody. And I'm telling you right now, the game is so much more fun than, it, than I think it's ever been. Definitely more fun than Season 4 and 3. Season 3 and 4 were stale, boring, repetitive. The changes they were making weren't doing anything. And you look back at this year and you see like Freya got an almost rework that people really didn't talk a lot about and has been the top god in two roles. Like that shit doesn't happen. Like when has that happened? When have you had 
someone get overall changed to become a consistent god for a long period of time, gotten some slight nerfs, and still be strong. And there's just yeah, that was, there's so much right now. There's so much in Smite, so much content, so much shit to do, so much to play, so many gods. I don't know how you can't like the game. So what you're saying is Dirty Bubble Meta was not the best. Mm-mm. Bro, I mean, I was uh, in like season two. I was one of the people who promoted like the tanky builds because I thought it was awesome. And then as you play it more, that shit is not fun. That is not enjoyable. The one shot builds, the that's the stuff that really will make you keep coming back to the game. <laughs> Dirty bubble build, man. I tried that again on Alquan the other people. day, and I won the game, but not playing that shit again. It's like it felt so dirty. All right, next one we have is from. Krigel says, can you stop uploading meme builds because the shit ends up on Smifire, which is a pain in the ass <laughs> yes. for the moderation team. <laughs> All right, look, if your ass is on Smifire, so you're true. already fucked up, dude. You're already in the <laughs> yeah, wrong place at the wrong time, dude. You see some crazy shit on Smifire. There's a reason Double J just meme videos I mean, on Smifire. <laughs> I get like it, it does happen occasionally, but people forget that while yeah i have an erlong build where i went full attack speed i also have a video that says this is the best build here is why so i mean i'm gonna have fun with the game of course and if your your friends or your people you're your level don't want to play the right shit that's not my problem hey uh speaking of speaking of videos i got a little bone to pick with you all right let's hear it uh, when are those top five videos coming out, man? I've been looking forward to them. <laughs> I have to re-record oh them. God. I haven't done it yet. But if you aren't, a lot of a lot of you guys have no idea about this. So YouTube has been really shitty over the last two years with oh, their yeah. uh, just basically how they're paying people, how people are getting their ad rates and shit. Um, it all happened when people realized that there was like terrorists and stuff who had ads on their videos. So it was a big stink where people that had their ads on YouTube pulled out. So instantly there's less money involved. So YouTube tries to automate a lot of this stuff and it'll go in It doesn't have it as much now. It's actually really rare now, but my shit will get flagged. It'll say this can't be uh, like this. These can't be monetized. You can't make money off of this and you can go in and you can manually get a manual review. Someone will apparently look through it and they declined it again, even though these videos I'm like, are way easier and way less bad than all my other videos. I don't cuss as much. I'm not talking about random shit. I'm literally just saying like, this God's good. This God's bad. Here's why. So I don't know what the fuck happened, but I was hoping the manual review would fix it. And then I sent an email. So I mean, that would fix it. It didn't. So we're going to re-record them and hopefully they'll be the same. They'll probably be better because I think I forgot to do the counter matchups in both or the last three videos. So they'll probably end up being better in the long run. I just haven't had time cool. to do it yet. Yeah, I, I know anytime I watched an ISIS video, it's like, oh shit, this ain't gonna be monetized. No, you, I can't post an ISIS video. <laughs> I can't, I literally can't yeah. do it. I can't post, like, my shit is like the God's name and then a title and then Smite. And if ISIS is in the God's name, in the title, it, it's instantly can't make money. Yeah, you just need to start calling it She Who Must Not Be Named. <laughs> my, my, it's a good idea. The God that is, <laughs> if she is, if you add those together. <laughs> yeah, it's it's i'm like and i get what they're going for but you look at it, especially with isis and you're like you you, you know you, you know she's been around longer than them right yeah oh yeah well, anyway moving right, so on the next one we got is from Yaniverse, and i'm not sure if you're in anime but they want to know what your favorite anime is <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, no, dude. I my whole chat <laughs> is about anime. They fucking spam me with that shit. I have emotes because they cry about it when I didn't have them. I I can't do it. <laughs> I can't watch them, man. I I've tried. I people are like these are ones like they know me as a person. They know the shit I like. They like, if you like anime, you'll like this or you like this one. I've tried watching them and I can't stand it. I literally can't stand it. <laughs> I also I think it kind of like it's different because you're reading subtitles or whatever. But I hate when shit is uh, off sync. Like if I watch a movie, I definitely don't do this. I've never watched illegal movies. Never, ever. But I watch a movie online <laughs> and like the voice is off a little bit. I have to turn it off. Like I can't watch it. Mm-hmm. It, it triggers yeah. me to a point where I can enjoy it. And I think it's not the exact same, but I think it's, that's part of it. I think I just can't. It just bugs me. Like it makes me anxious. I can't stand it. All right. Jack 90 wants to know. When you're a Merc, what does it say? When you're a Merc main, yet feed with him in SPL, how does it feel? Ouch. Uh, dude, my paychecks are fat at the end of every month. So it feels really <laughs> fucking good, dude. I make more feels money doing this shit than I could have in any single job coming out of school. So at the end of the day, well, yeah, it's not the best way to look at it. I always have that to fall back on. Might have a shitty game, might be last place in the SPL. Still better than everyone else and still getting paid to play. Feels good. Hell yeah. All right. Next one we got is from Reddit Dan. He says, when is the DM Brandon roast video going to come out? There's so much to work with. Dude, somebody feeds me a high, a fail, a fails video, a highlight video of his fails. I'm down, dude. I'll do it for anybody. Even myself. Go through and make a fail video. All the fail highlights of me and I'll do it. Anybody. Oh, that'd be hilarious. That's the, the, the uh, Smite's kind of not fallen off in terms of content creators, but all of those people who used to go in for streamers and do that stuff do not do it on their own anymore, which is super sad. Mm-hmm. But that's why, like, I did the Gucci Rose video. It was very easy to do another <laughs> one because there was that much content. But like, there's no more of him. There's no, there's no one else. Like, I've gone on stream in queues and been like, all right, can we find a Barracuda fail video? Nope. They're all like funny moments and stuff which is cool but like i don't i don't want to watch that shit i don't i don't care that barracuda hit a 360 ramal like it's awesome but i played the game for six years i've seen that shit i want to see where barracuda back rolled into the wrong fucking tower and died to someone who was eight levels ahead of or something like i want to see the shit i can make fun of <laughs> and everyone will enjoy i i can clearly Roll say that i've run into an enemy tower for protection already hey sometimes <laughs> yeah. you gotta do what you gotta do I didn't know I had gotten spun around. It just happened, you know. And I backed into the tower. I'm like, why the why the hell is this shooting me? Like, what the hell's way to go, Smite? And I'm like, oh, no, no. <laughs> Beagle uh, walked into the wrong fountain on Arena one time. Oh one. yes, I did oh. that before. Right, that's oh awkward. My God. I'm not gonna lie, that is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> The next one we have is from Zephyr. He says, when are we going to see a Gab Jungle in the SPL? I'd literally rather do a lot of terrible things to myself than ever <laughs> do that. Man, so many so Loki main, So Loki main before Gab Jungle. I'd rather my whole team be Loki than one SPL game of Gab. All right, next one we have is from Frost Horizons. It says, what do players do when they hit a roadblock and just don't seem to be improving? 
um, that a lot of people come to me with that question. It's kind of hard. Is like in reality that happens in real life with stuff, and you go to a class or you go to a coach. Like it sure costs money, but if you're that interested in getting better at something, you end up paying somebody to just directly help you in some way. And like I do coaching, some other people do coaching occasionally, but it's not really common. So I think if you're literally at a roadblock, it it's some people will be mechanically like some people just aren't that great at video games. Like it's going to happen and you might just have to accept that and start playing the game for more fun at that point. But usually you're still making mistakes, especially in a game like Smite if you're playing Conquest. You're making consistent repetitive mistakes and you have to go find them. Watch your own gameplay, find the things that you're doing wrong and figure out how like like if you're consistently going to this bat camp and you're red spawning and your team is losing red every game you're in, then you're fucking up. Like you're doing something wrong. So change it. Realize like, this is what I did wrong. I'm never going to do it again. Like that's how I slowly grew and got better at the game. So that's what I recommend. All right. Well, I cut the next person's name off. I apologize, but we got the question anyways. Did you enjoy the way the pro league was handled this year? And what are your biggest hopes for the pro scene regarding season six? Oh man, dude. It's so, (laughs) there's so much we're not allowed to say and talk about just because it's all behind the scenes and we're not in charge type Mm -hmm. shit. Um, I'd say overall, obviously if, as long as you, if you look at it a way, you're not being greedy. This shit's amazing, right? Like everyone's getting salary. Everyone's making money. We're playing video games for a living. Um, it's awesome. Like it's, it's, uh, I'm always going to ask for more. I'm always going to try to find ways to get more because that's how I am. But if you take a step back, I'd say I'm very happy with everything. There's obviously things I would change. Like for the salary, it's cool. But in the end, like me as a, as a person, I'm not making that much more now because we don't have lots of lands with lots of winnings. Um, I don't know if they've announced world's winnings yet, but I'm assuming just like the last couple of years, they're probably not going to be that crazy. So realistically, all the money is that salary money. And because I'm a streamer and I'm a YouTuber and I have a huge following, I can already negotiate that by myself. But it's better for everyone else. But for me, it's kind of like I'm just doing the same stuff because I love to do it. And they could change a lot more. They could change formats. I think next year we're going to see some pretty big changes. Um, we literally don't have like we don't know anything. We just know a lot of the ideas that are coming up. And if any of them are implemented, I think it'll be exciting. It'll be different. And people won't have to to complain as much with the format of, oh, I don't want to watch it on Mixer. Or, oh, there's eight games. Like, there's eight night. Like, every, like, there's games every night. I don't watch Smite every night. Like, I think it's going to be a lot better next year. Yeah. There's okay. also rumors, uh, and obviously I don't know how the truth are, but of like maybe like a third party sponsorship coming to the SPL, which would be interesting. Uh, literally is not, not stuff I'm on. I'm actually interested in like, what, like not necessarily where you heard it, but like, what exactly did you hear? Like, what's the, what's the rumor that's going on? There's, it's just like, there's going to be like a, like, for instance, when Razor sponsors, like, um, okay. For for me, since I've been to lands and stuff, high res already always has some sponsor for the SPL, whether they're like a main title sponsor or not, is kind of the thing. Like you'll see. Um, yeah. I forgot who it was, dude. It was like all headsets and stuff not too long ago, like HyperX or somebody it was like last year or something. Yeah, like that shit happens all the time, and that really doesn't mean anything. Like, uh, yeah, 
Um, it's it's weird because I'm really not trying to be disrespectful to you guys, but like you've never you oh, haven't yeah. made it to like a pro level, right? And maybe yeah. from your end, if you found a game you love, it's exciting. Like, oh, I might join a team. Like, this is awesome. Once you've done it, you realize it's not that fucking awesome joining a team. It's not that awesome that somebody's sponsored by DX Racer because that doesn't fucking matter for you. Like, th- that's money for the org or money for just high res. Like, we're not gonna get we're not gonna see that shit. So yeah. you have to be very like, like my first time we joined, um, oh man, complexity. That was the first org we signed to and we didn't sign for any money. And we thought it was the coolest thing ever. Cause Hey, we were going to get Corsair keyboards. Nowadays, if you told me that shit, I'd tell you to fuck off. Like, uh, even yeah. for like people who have no following, don't stream. Say you take like mask who doesn't stream at all, but he's a very good player. If some org came to him and like offered him a low amount of money, like you guys know, minimum salary is 30 K right now. Right? So if someone went to him yeah, and he yeah. was like, hey, weekend, uh, these guys are offering me 20K if there was no, no minimum salary, I'd be like, no, like if you sign that, you're an idiot. And it's because these sponsors and shit don't mean anything for you. It's actually just what's on your contract, what that dollar amount is. Like you, yeah. MLB players sign for millions and millions of dollars and, and like people try to give them shit for it. Like, oh, why would you sign him for $100 million? That's bullshit. Like that's literally what your job is as a pro player is to negotiate that dollar amount. Cause there is nothing else that matters other than you performing and that amount you're getting paid. Yeah. And, and where I was going with this is this is also, if you look at it from a league perspective, the reason I thought that that's interesting um, and not necessarily like, you know, like here's your course, your keyboard, all this stuff is, uh, but the next step is to entice more, more teams and everything to start competing is I was wondering, I was hoping that maybe next year or a year after we'd start seeing, like the sponsors, like a razor or something like that, like a big, like a big, 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 big name sponsor, you know, sweetening the prize pools for the lands and worlds and all that. I see. I think that would be awesome, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. I don't know who's in charge or who's making the decisions for money, but like there was a crowdfunding, right? I don't remember what the number got up to. I don't think it shows. Does it show in smite anymore? Do you guys know? Uh, At one point it was showing like how much was raised. I'm, pretty sure that shit's not going towards PC smite or like, I don't know where the fuck the shit's going. So I highly doubt they're going to sa- ever sign like a contract with razor or with Corsair or with, I don't know, someone like Samsung or LG. And they're going to be like, yeah, we want you to, to increase our prize pool. Cause from a player's point of view and as someone who's like, uh, I, I talk to the org owners, I know how shit works. It really feels like yeah. high res is only worried about themselves and how everything's going to work out and that they're pulling in the money. That's my right. personal. And their opinion. business, so. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Like, obviously, they should be, but at the same time, like, when you're on the other end, you're the player. You want that prize pool to be two million dollars. You don't want it to be going down. Last year, it went down to like seven hundred k or something. Like, I don't like that's yeah. like yeah, I get it. You have to put your money elsewhere. A lot of shit's being paid for. We have salaries now, but like, still doesn't look good, and it doesn't feel good to be competing for less than originally. You know. All right. All right. Well, we're starting to run a little bit long on time. We still actually have quite a few questions left. So I'm going to just kind of pick and choose a few of the good ones here. So I apologize to those out there that we weren't able to get asked in here. But um, the next we promise one this here, is a feature. Yeah. Well, hey, I, you know, this is the first time that I actually we've just had way too many questions to ask. So, you know, that in itself is kind of a cool thing. But again, yeah, it is what it is. And, you know, we've had a lot of good answers. So, you know. Just want to pick a few out here yet that I, I thought were kind of pertinent. So I am Bleezus. 
uh, here. What would you say is the most important part of being a jungler? And um, we'll just leave it at that there. You control the pace of the game. So, I mean, there's no people will say, like, what's more important, ganking, farming, um, what like those, which do you do more? And it, it's a balance. Like, you control the pace of the game. So how you balance those two things is going to be what decides who's ahead, who's behind, and all that stuff. So there's really no one thing you prioritize. You need to know when you can gank a lane. You need to know when your buffs are coming up. And you need to know when you're ahead or behind and how to push that. And literally, it just it's experience. You learn that stuff from experience. There's no shortcut. There's You can see me do it one way in one game, and the next game it's going to be completely different. It'll be the same way for you. All right. Um, next one up here um, from Abnormal something or other look like that. B. Uh, what do you pride yourself most on as a streamer slash content creator? And don't just say entertaining. <laughs> uh, see, I, I don't think I'm entertaining, which uh, most people like when they're streamers. That's probably the first thing they think of. Like, yeah, people like me because I'm entertaining. Um, I just like to help people with shit, no matter what it is. Like, I do it in Smite because that's what I'm technically one of the best at and that's what people are going to ask me but like when people come in and ask me for like relationship advice like yeah i'm not a fucking professional but i've gone through shit and i like the fact that i can talk to somebody about the same stuff that they're going through that maybe i went through and make it easier for them i actually really enjoy that aspect of streaming you don't get that on youtube but on youtube i have the conversation with somebody on my stream it goes to youtube and then my comments are like oh yeah that happened to me or oh yeah i can relate to that or oh we can thanks for that now i'm gonna go do this in real life like that's what's a lot bigger to me than just the video game shit all right uh nut kip here how can you beat the enemy jungler when he is a higher level than you and absolutely stumping on your squishies team fighting man if uh jungler's ahead he's probably playing hyper aggressive he'll probably dive so stay together as two, three, four people and turn on his bitch ass and he's dead. That happens in 99% of my rank games. If I like over the next week, I'm putting all rank games up and I went through and looked through them. I was behind like five to 10 K gold in almost every game. Like not me personally, like our team was. And we want to win a fight off of the jungler being huge or the, the mid laner being huge and just being too aggressive, thinking they can do more damage than they can. And you turn and you can insta kill somebody no matter how much bigger they are than you, as long as it's not a tank. All right, our good old buddy Dicey Victory chiming in here off the Twitter. Uh, I love how do you one. sleep at night when you have to carry racing? <laughs> Dude, you, you must you, have a good cut. Yeah, you cut him out, man. That's what you do. You say, "All right, Wraith, I know you want to play today, but guess what? I'm playing ring from now on. Fuck you." <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> playing with him is fun like being able to play with your real life friends like i met him through games but being able to play with those people whether they're great or average or good it, i don't know it's just enjoyable i, I have, a, we have a friend you watch my stream i'll talk about him every once in a while his name was treadstone and not to be super mean he's never been good at any game like like even in the remotest sense like he's just not great at games but he's super fun to play with just because we know him we can bullshit with him we can talk trash and he'll talk it back and just being able to play with those people, whether you carry them or not, like you just have to look past that and just enjoy yourself. All right. Last question here from Zach, one, one thousand and twenty fourth Anderson. Jesus. <laughs> Interesting. <name. laughs> yeah. uh, it's a political thing, right? <laughs> uh, we need to know 
when the weekend announcer pack is coming, it needs to happen. I can't make it happen. Yeah. That's all the community needs to go rage at high res because I don't think I'm going to be getting <laughs> shit. I'll tell you right now, the one they made for Barracuda <laughs> and Jeff is terrible. It's embarrassing oh, for me to know that like high res made that for them. I would love to go in and do a, a voice pack. I would. Oh, it would be amazing. It would be awesome. I'll give you a, my little key to making a good voice pack is you better make the damn Quadra and Pentakill exciting. Oh, yeah, no, dude. Yeah. Pentakill. There's so many voice packs where it's like, Pentakill. Yeah, Pentakill. What the that. fuck was that? Quadrakill. Dude, no, I'd be, I'd be war crying on a Pentakill, fucking jumping up and down. My mic will be hitting the wall. Dude, that's why I love, I, I always have used Inuki's voice pack since yes. the time I got it. Like, since the day I got it, I was like, dude. This is hype as shit. I love this. I know. And it keeps popping up in my daily bundle right now. I'm about to spend 650 gems just for that. You can do it. Like, uh, do it. All right, man. Well, hey, I, you know, really, really enjoyed having you on the show here. So, um, why don't, you know, I'm sure most people, you know, know where to find you, but, you know, why don't you give a shout out where people can track you down and get a hold of you? At? Uh, weekend everywhere, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, just type in weekend and be the first thing that comes up. Been around the block for a while, so you'll find me. Yeah. High five. How about yourself, Yuki? Hey, you can find me at recode underscore Yuki on Twitter and the same thing for PlayStation 4. Hit us up. Let's play some games. Um, I will never be as good as him, but I can always make fun of Dan for you. <laughs> That's yes, true. Yes, yes, you can. Speaking of Dan, how about yourself? You can find me on Twitter at Split Push Podcast with no A because it was too long. Feels bad there. Uh, you can find me on PS4 at DirtXNapXDan, and uh, I'm grinding my PC account up so I can start playing ranked on there. Uh, that's DirtNapDan with no extra characters in between. Beagle? You can find me on Twitter at Beagle underscore girl 27 or hit me up on PS4 at Beagle underscore girl 2780. Send me a message and I might accept you and we can play some games. <laughs> I, might, I might accept you and give you hugs. You can find me <laughs> at G Smitey on Twitter. You can find me on PlayStation at GuyAJ78, but not for too long. And then you can find me on Xbox at Guy All Smitey. Got that fateful name change coming. Super that name change that, yeah. going on Sony. Shit is ridiculous. Coming soon. Alright, you can find good old Dirt Naps Dad here at Dirt underscore Naps underscore Dad on PlayStation and Twitter. Add the underscore PS4 and you can find me on Twitch as well. I'm getting to a pretty good point now. If I'm going to be playing more than a couple games, just turning the damn thing on and, and getting it out there and you can find most of us uh here from split push out there having some fun sometimes yelling at each other and sometimes yelling at each other more but um you know other than that you know how it is when it comes to dirt naps you gotta give them before you take them and when all else fails fucking split push, push.